0: Welcome, everybody, to the Broken Campfire. I'm Flask. Uh, Our traditional host, Andy, has been medically subdued and is currently in the trailer of a semi-truck bound for Alaska, but we left him a supply of Tang, powdered Tang, and a weak radio. He loves he, he can't get enough of Tang. He loves it. So a we've left radio. him a we left that's him a my, weak radio, not a strong radio. So it will intermittently allow for him to uh deliver punchlines and stuff.
1: It's, it's weird my dentist like really specifically recommended I shouldn't be drinking Tang. Like he said specifically it was not going to react well with my stomach. Well that's was, all we uh,
2: that's all we can afford with the pod budget though, you know. The
1: the, the dentist also did explicitly tell me to avoid Alaska. (laughs)
0: Avoid Alaska, my son. But we send him there anyway.
1: And yet here I am. Trundled away.
0: Bundled away. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I'll be hosting today. As always, you can send us an email at brokencampfire at gmail.com. Ask us a question, which uh, may be answered on the pod.
3: And as always, I'm
0: joined by, well, yeah, yeah. Please me? send us a question, by John specifically. And as always, I'm joined by John, Greg, and Vito, and Andy, I guess, with uh, his radio. Yeah,
1: I'll be. Hey
0: really
1: everybody,
4: quick. I'm also having medical issues, but Andy's trying to kind of take my spotlight. Yeah. Okay. Dude, that is <laughs> <bit>. sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry, John. Sorry, <coughs> John, I'm really sick.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, you guys, you guys. oh, you guys both have COVID? That's crazy.
3: Hmm.
4: Well, I didn't. Were, I didn't call for say that. Uh, yeah, I'm a little well, under the weather too.
5: So I guess well, I because I, I as actually well. have COVID. So you know. Oh my God. Sure. Whatever. Next, John. If anybody gets I a medical better. pass, it should
4: so be me. Does anybody else have a little story Did Anybody else want attention real quick? I could use. Why the didn't we attention. send Vito to Alaska? I've had the sniffles for a few days.
2: I've been begging you to send me to Alaska. <laughs> begging
5: you. <laughs> and yet, Andy, Just let me die, that. please.
0: Yeah, so John, uh, you were the one on leave last week when we wrapped up the game awards and you came away with the Keely Crown. So yeah. I think we're going to, you know, we're going to launch it to our round tables here, but how about you start us off with a few kingly words?
4: Well, it was the craziest thing, you know, cuz before, you know, the trophy was missing. Uh, I'd misplaced it. I couldn't give it to uh I don't even know who the guy I was supposed to give it, it to. Was it. Vito. You were supposed ah, to give it to, to Greg. Mess.
1: No, hang on. It was Greg and Vito. They, they were yeah, I, I just
4: I, I couldn't find it. But anyways, turned out it was just it was behind me on my shelf the whole time. So I found it was it. Behind, <laughs> it was behind <laughs> my
5: recliner. It was just wedged in. C. Suspicious.
2: It's right there,
4: huh? Yeah, it's it's we like probably blended into the furniture is why I didn't see it. So I got that going, shined it up real nice. Oh, oh. Uh, John, you are one trophy away from uh
1: winning three Kings of Keeley. And everybody knows what happens when somebody wins three Kings of Keeley.
4: Is we that the will
1: pay Keeley. for yeah. an all expense trip to meet Jeff Keeley?
4: Yeah, that'd be pretty that's cool. I'm nice. looking forward to it. Uh yeah.
1: what are
0: you gonna say to him? <sighs> Ask him where he where Dragon's uh, boss You us.
4: You, you, you,
2: you probably start by explaining why you're there.
4: <laughs> He's, He's gonna be, be really confused. Nah, <laughs> uh, well, I'll have a letter. I'll just hand it to him. I'll be silent. I'll just slip him it. Just silent and uh, stare at okay. him. That's not. No, what I, I just want to. I just want to say, uh, you know, to my competitors, you guys, you has put up a good, a good fight. But I just, I'm connected to the heart of video games just a little bit closer than each and every one of you. You know. And you you, wanted
1: more. It really, it really was just a little bit. Just as a quick recap, John got 11 points. Um, Three of us got 10 points, just barely nipping at his heels. So
2: we don't play win by two.
4: No, we don't. We don't do that. Uh, Well, because everybody already got two points for the game of the year. Well, not me. Everybody but me. Well, that's the thing too, is that John
1: didn't need the game of the year bump. I
4: didn't need, although. Man, I uh, actually yeah yeah I probably already talked about it before. What's that? It takes, uh, it I it mean, takes if you get,
1: you got if you, dude yeah if you got any thoughts feel free to bring them up. You weren't here.
4: Sure. <sighs> uh, I don't know. I I mean, I really did enjoy it takes two. I'm just trying to. I mean, yeah, I guess maybe it is game of the year. I don't know what it did. I, I enjoyed very much, but it still was like a very, like simple game. You know what I mean? But think, but it was. I don't know if I mean. I think that like the
1: fact that it felt so simple in your hands is a testament to how good, how well it's designed because it was like a 12 hour long game where every like two or three hours, it would just totally throw everything out and then give you a brand new set of co-op mechanics. Like not just one player, but like two players playing off each other. That game, that game really did, I think, accomplish something super special. And this was easy to say in March when it was like the only game out, but. I've definitely been calling it for Game of the Year all year, ever since it came out, you know what I mean? You I have- heard it.
4: Yeah, I'm not on a board as much. I agree with everything you said, I guess. I just feel like, I don't know, all of those mechanics I have seen in other games, and they did a great job of bringing them all and putting them in one game. I don't know. It's not like I had the greatest of competition either, though. So.
2: I don't think you're crazy, John. I think a lot of it. I, I, I do I don't. Also,
1: that that also deserves to be said. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I think in a more competitive year, it takes two would have been a really good game that we would have that would have been nominated. In maybe not one game of the year. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. I actually, I mean, I'm thinking about it. I don't know what I mean. So I, I've been over Metroid Dread, but I didn't even fucking finish it. I'm still playing it. It's not like it was like that. It drew me in that much. I mean, it's just a Metroid game. Uh, I think Valheim I said, should have got a Game of the Year. Valheim got raw. I was thinking about. Well, I not think about it too I hard. I Valheim, Valheim, have Valheim should have won something. I don't understand. I uh, didn't I play Spirits, and, an day, and I have but... to go back and play it. I, I don't understand in any way, shape, or form how it could have beat Valheim for indie game. Uh, so, I, did, I part, literally part didn't even hear, of it hear wonders, this game before.
1: I don't know how the Game Awards have decided their politics on early access, but I mean, I wonder how much that factors into the decisions at some level. Like, maybe... Yeah, but we kind of you know agreed I mean? that,
4: like, if it's up for the category, it's probably I know, I, okay to I, win, right?
1: I know we agreed on that, dude, but then but then you look at, like, best sim slash strategy game where Age of Empires IV won, um, which is a correct guess. Or, I mean, it, it's not a bad choice to win, but it was up against Inscription. You know what I mean? Like, how do I... Like, I know both of those games are in that category, but how do I, like, decide... Which one is the best? You know what I mean? I don't know.
4: Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so they're, totally crazy. De- ca- Indy is such a giant category.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I'm all for, like, Valheim was up, so obviously early access counts. But that doesn't mean that, like, people weren't thinking, like, oh, we can't give it a game of the year. It's not even out,
4: or it's not even done yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I- at least indie game, though. I still don't think Ken Spirits* spirits should have beaten it. <laughs> I think I, I think we, again, just we didn't on
1: play the it. Pod, like man, that game's yeah. gotta be ama- amazing to snub. that's what I'm that saying though.
4: I've put like 200 hours in Valheim. I still love the game, and I'm looking like every update. You know, I, I read about it. I still want to play it more. I just can't imagine Cana Bridge of Spirits giving me something like that.
1: Well, even I'll like Inscription, which I which I spent like eight or ten hours in. You oh, know what I mean? Goodness. Like I can't imagine Cana. That. but you bought the game, Greg. Is that what you're saying?
5: I did. I it's actually on sale uh, for Epic on Epic, and they also gave it for a $10 coupon, <clears throat> so I got it for $20. Well,
1: cool. yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that what that's like.
4: Yeah,
0: so what else have you been doing, John? What have you been doing with yourself?
4: Yeah, I have done almost nothing, uh, but I said if we're doing round table stuff. Bringing up yes. that I have caught up, uh, or I am caught up. I actually maybe I'm an episode behind. I don't know if one came out today or yesterday. Whatever. I'm almost caught up on Hawkeye, uh, the the Disney Plus series. Uh, I remember
1: you were kind of. Uh, I wouldn't say bow. meh on it. With the
4: bow. But you were like, yeah, I mean, you were like middle f- on it. Yeah, it's fine. It's like I don't know. Even I feel like even they know it's like, whatever. It's like seven episodes long, <laughs> which I guess actually, it's a crazy thing, right? So I think what Wanda and Vision was seven or eight episodes long, but it felt like a much like bigger show, like more was going on, and this just, right just that's Hawkeye true. doing his thing, which is, I think mean, he's Hawkeye, so that's what you're going to get. Uh, uh, I guess, spoiler, Flask, have you caught up, or have you have you watched?
0: Actually, I've fallen behind, I'll be honest.
3: <laughs>
1: We can spoil spoiler bunker Flask for a few minutes if you want. It's not a big deal.
4: Yeah, actually, it's probably All a good right. idea. Cause I'm going to talk about so I actually sure, saw sure. Spider-Man yesterday as well. I'll pull, you in
1: like when, a, uh, I'll pull you in when we're done, Flask. Spoilers
0: for Hawkeye, the Disney Plus show, until 11.50. And then spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home until 3358. This must be a really good movie, huh? John,
4: I will do you, clearly do you think announce I... what? Do you, do you think I care about Spider-Man spoilers? I mean, I'm going to talk about the whole movie. I don't know. I just I saw it yesterday. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> well, all right, hang on, guys. All right. Well, oh, if it's just me and the...
4: Andy, I don't know even know who, to who bring the fuck anymore.
2: All right. I like Spider-Man.
1: I
4: I'm don't from even. Queen. Me. I, he lives. He lives on. Oh my god! Shut up! Me. Get the did, fuck out! Go! Go! Why did? Why did?
1: Why did? Gray that's my superhero. Did, does Greg give a fuck about Hawkeye? What? What did I just say? No, like, no, no, like, no, no. This, this whole is thing the Spider-Man. about two step. I know, but Greg fucking left for Hawkeye. It's like we no, we're doing. Oh
4: uh, uh, well, no. I can throw the Hawkeye into this. Like it's like the Hawkeye thing is so small. It's literally that like in a in a one frame scene they showed Kingpin from the the Netflix series. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. That's good. That's or Vincent good. D'Onofrio. There you go. That's... And I think I already posted that in the, the future presentation. Oh, all Spider-Man. Right. I'm going to talk about the whole movie. I fuck I've seen it. What are you? What do you? What you talking about? All
1: right. About? All right. Let's do Spider-Man then. Uh, uh, Vito, do you care? You you, you care Spider-Man? Yeah.
2: About yeah. yeah. I'm going to dip for a
1: little bit. All right. Well, I I want to hear about the new, new movies. I don't care. All for well, for movie. the
4: record, I don't believe. And for all the viewers at home, all right. First of all, for Flask. Oh, hold on. Uh, I'm at uh fourteen ten in my recording. Uh Spider Man, Spider Man, spoilers, Spider Man gonna talk about the movie Spider-Man. Alright, folks first of all, I don't even think Vito likes Spider Man, so I don't I don't think he would care about these spoilers at all. Uh but I, I did see the movie yesterday and overall hmm. I gotta mix it up, because I am a big... Spy, so whatever. All right, my totally biased opinion. It was pretty badass. I liked it a lot. It was definitely one of my favorite superhero movies. Uh, but I think in overall, if I'm trying to be more, I guess, uh, critical... I don't know. The movie itself was, like, fine. The, 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 the plot, the characters, their reasoning, I got a feeling whatever. I was going to
1: try to go for too much, you
4: know? Well... But I mean, that's what saved The spectacle, I guess, is what saved it I mean, they did go for a lot, but it's like It's almost like that stuff didn't matter, I don't know Let me just start, right? So you you get Spider-Man, it picks off after The last movie where everyone says he's He's got uh, like a
1: buddy-buddy thing with Doc E. Strange This this time around, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, so it's a direct continuation Everyone knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man And the movie kind of starts, and it's like a little Like weird about it, like he gets Like, you know, picked up by the FBI And they question him and his friends, but then they just like let him go, which I thought was kind of uh, weird. They're like, all right, you can just beast. And, and like not only did they let him go, it's like you can like go and like you can go to school and stuff, but you'll have like a that's like an armed I mean, escort. One of the reasons
1: why you get this the identity is because the vigilanteism isn't isn't legal,
4: right, right. And it was like it kind of like seemed like he was maybe in some legal trouble, but he was completely free to walk around. That part was a little weird. Yeah, then he he gets the idea to go to Doctor Strange and do some magic and like. That that's how this stuff happens. Uh, they they mess the magic spell up. Which They're is trying So uh, the, the previews made it seem like he
1: was trying to make the world forget that he was Spider Man, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, okay. They they mess the spell up, and what happens is like instead of making the world forget his Spider Man, it's drawing in everyone who knows he is Spider Man from like different universes. So uh, first, uh, actually, no, before that, and this mm. this would roll into the Hawkeye spoilers as well. You know, Spider Man or Peter Parker's in legal trouble, and, uh, you know, you hear him talking to somebody, and then they cut up to his apartment, and it's, uh, it's Charlie Cox from the, uh, the, oh, the yeah, Daredevil you, series. Oh, yeah, you mentioned
1: that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's weird. I would never have expected that from the Netflix Daredevil
4: series. Yeah, so they're like officially, and like I said, last week, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, they they showed him in like a, He's like, in Hawkeye, this entire series, um, Whoever like the bad guys are, if you know what their mob name is, they've been talking like, "Oh, we're gonna take it up to the big guy," and they've, you know, just had not alluded to who that is. But think in this last episode, they finally showed it is Vincent D'Onofrio. So, I guess it's their way of trying to weave in the the Netflix stuff into the the MCU. Um, so yeah, anyway, so Spider Man's doing his thing, and he's trying to get his friends into MIT because they uh, have been. Um, it was their plan. You know, him, uh, the Mary Jane, and, and Ned, you know, they're all going to go to MIT. They were all going to be graduating. super nerd scientists. Yeah, know, but they all got letters getcha. of rejection because he was like, oh, you know. Because they suck. Well, no, it's because, like, too, too high-profile, you know. Oh, uh, right, right. MIT right, So not it's, so it's just like I get you. Yeah, so far, I'm just like, man, all right. This, and whatever, this is the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. I'm like, this, whatever. So Peter's trying to fix that, and that's when the action starts happening. You have, uh... Um, Doc Ock, he comes in there, and it's the Doc Ock from from you know Spider Man two. Uh, two, yeah, uh, yeah. He's uh, fighting Spider Man, and he gives him some tough time. Whatever, Spider Man ends up beating him. It, uh, is
1: he talking to him as if he thinks Tom Holland is Tobey Maguire?
4: Well, yeah, okay, so yeah, actually, I'll break it down even further. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how far we we're going to get into this, but yeah, so at first he does. He's talked to him. I, I, oh, I, I got-
1: sorry, sorry if you don't care, listeners. I haven't seen the movie, and I don't care about spoilers, I, so this is probably the only time I hear about it.
4: Oh yeah, no, yeah. Uh, so yeah, at first he does. He's like, oh, you got a new suit or whatever. Or he was like, what happened? I don't, you know, he was literally talking about like the last thing I remember, you know, like you like for fucking with my machine. You know what I mean? He was, like, trying to figure out what was going on. But, yeah, eventually there's a scene where he does, like, uh, uh, pin Tom Holland down and, like, rip off his, whatever, nano mask. And he's like, you're not the Peter Parker I know. Okay, uh, okay. I was curious, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then this this Peter, you know, like, the MCU is, like, more, I guess, technologically advanced. You know, they've gone to fucking space and they've, you know, met aliens and stuff. So like, this MCU, and, you know, he's got the Stark tech or whatever. Uh, Spider-Man ends up just like taking over Doc Ock's like arms, and he just controls them, uh, and then Green Goblin shows up for like a second. You hear him like well, like that's uh, pretty
1: clever, actually. You know, yeah, like it, it was it.
4: pretty, it was pretty funny. And then you hear Doc Ock like laughing, or not, not laughing, Green Goblin laughing, and he like throws a bomb in, and like uh, spell uh, Spider-Man and Doc Ock both like teleport away, and then you're back to Doctor Strange, and he's explaining pretty much everything that's happening. He's like, you know, a bunch of people are coming into this universe. Um. And now, now it's pretty much where, like the real movie starts. So Spider Man's like uh, challenged with uh, meeting these these foes that are coming in, and uh, Doctor Strange gives him like this little like wrist shooter that you can like hit him with a spell, and it'll transport him to like a cell. Uh. You know he's got uh, Doc Ock. Oh, so he's there. playing
1: Cleanup Squad the whole whole movie, basically.
4: Yeah, yeah. So he's got Doc Ock in there, and then they capture, or uh, Doctor Strange has already captured the lizard, and that's when you first see the lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Which is yeah. The Andrew Garfield one. That was
1: that was one of the rumored ones that we we didn't see in the trailers. It's cool. Yeah,
4: and it's him, and it's the the original uh, voice actor who played him. Um. Yeah, and then Doctor Strange is like, yeah, you gotta you gotta go fix this and stuff. Uh, so he sends Peter off uh, and that's when he runs into Electro who starts in this Jamie Foxx Electro from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, that's crazy. And he ends up shooting and it's, it's Jamie Foxx. It's not like, it's just like a CG. It's totally right, Jamie Foxx. Right, right. Uh, and he ends up beating him up and he's like shooting electricity. And But then, Sandman comes and saves his ass. And it's a Sandman from Spider-Man 3. That's wild. Uh, and obviously all of these villains, they think that it's their spider-man right Uh, so yeah when sandman saves him he's like hey you know whatever and then you know tom holland i'm not your spider-man and then that's when flint marco he kind of a little suspicious like what the fuck you talking about uh
1: i I gotta pause right here for a second ask like am i crazy tom holland is as a person is a lot smaller than all these great people like yeah yeah he is is that just movie magic that like they, they just don't notice that like I don't know. He looks like a little kid in a Spider-Man suit. Like you notice, like he pretty quickly, like
4: definitely does. To be fair, that scene was at night in like the forest.
1: Okay, but you're okay. definitely
4: you're 100 right there. Okay, uh, that was that was spider my small and moves nimble. But yeah, you're you're right. All right, go go ahead. Sorry. I'll, so, anyways, I'll he suck. ends up. Uh, long story short, he ends up teleporting those two into the the chamber or whatever. Uh, So mm-hmm. then it's just who the fuck's left? Just Doc Ock. No, no, yeah. sorry, not Doc Ock. Green Goblin, Green Goblin. Right. He, they got Doc Ock, the lizard. Uh, yeah, and Electro. it's Harry Osborne, right? No, it's Norman Ock, No, it's Willem Dafoe. Or no, get, Norman Ob- isn't. Yeah, yeah, s- sorry, sorry are, Willem Dafoe. Willem. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe. Okay, okay.
4: Yeah. Um. And yeah, he plays it cool. So uh, yeah, so uh, you first see him. Whatever he, you know, he, he's laughing. He throws the bomb in the bridge. Spider Man disappears, and they're you know they're saving him for last. Uh, so now it cuts back to him. And it's, you know, him without the goblin mask off and he's like covering his glider up and he's kind of like a homeless guy in the in the alley and he's like <laughs> arguing with himself. You because know, in Spider Man he was, you know, he had like the two personalities. Right, right. Uh and he ends up wandering into like a soup kitchen where, where Aunt May works in this in the MCU she's like a soup kitchen worker or whatever. Uh this is hot so- Aunt May, right? Yeah, this is Aunt, Aunt May. So Aunt May ends up getting in, in touch with Peter Parker, and she's like, "Yeah, I think I got one of your like fucking spider freaks over here." Uh, so he he so that's the angle they're going with this. So he goes there, and he's like, yeah, he's like, Peter, I don't, I, I don't know. I know you're not my guy. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm not from around here. I don't exist anymore. My company's not." He's like playing the sympathy angle. Uh, sorry, he's playing the sympathy angle. And Aunt May's kind of, like, uh, guilting Peter, because originally what they're they're going to do, uh, and there's a scene in between there somewhere where they talk about this, is he has, like, Doctor Strange like a magic box. And once he's got everyone together, he pushes the button, and they all go back to their realities. Um, but at some point, before he goes to get the, the Green Goblin, they're all talking. They all realized, or most of them realized, that they, they were about to die when they got teleported away, you know? Because <laughs> you know, Doc Ock died, Electro died. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, Sandman man. didn't die, but his life was shitty. But yeah, so you know, Spider Man's feeling guilty because he's like, well, what if there was a way I could like cure you guys or fix you your problems so when you go back, you don't have to get killed by your Spider Man. Uh, so that's like starts to be his plan, and and, and Aunt May kind of like enforces that uh, more and more. So when they get back to uh, the layer, that's, that's a wild angle. That's it. a wild angle, and it's a little irresponsible too because like, I don't know. He knows they're from other dimensions, and like you know, they're Strange. super
1: villains. Like he doesn't know that Doc Ock isn't a fucking pedophile.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it's it's to be fair. Part of this movie is like this Spider-Man is supposed to be like kind of younger and naive. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So they get all the villains in the uh, the chamber, and they're they're pretty much just ready to blink Him away. And uh, that's when Spider-Man has a uh, change of heart. And he, like, steals the box from, uh... Fucking Doctor Strange. And that's when they kind of have a Doctor Strange-Spider-Man fight. Um, obviously they're not trying to kill each other. You know, Spider-Man's just trying to get away. But, you know, it's one of those really trippy, like, Doctor Strange mirror world scenes. Right, right, right. Inception
1: shit, yeah. yeah.
4: And he ends up beating Doctor Strange, uh... (laughs) Pretty, pretty handily. And he, like, steals his ring, uh... And then he gathers up all the bad guys and he's like, hey, uh, we're going to cure you. So he takes them to like, uh, whatever. He takes them to like a lab, whatever, and they're like trying to work on, like you know, because like, all right, so in the Spider Man um, 2, the uh, Tobey Maguire one, if you remember, like, uh, Doc Ock, his like chip is what was going wrong with him. And it was like the arms controlling him. It wasn't like his brain anymore or whatever. It was like the AI. Yeah, so, like they were trying to like fix the chip, and for like Electro, they're trying to find something to like, you know, harness his electricity or whatever. Yeah, whatever, just fix everybody. Uh, so they do. They they fix Doc Ock, <laughs> and he they, he they give everybody their scene. They fix him up. Well, they start. They fix Doc Ock, and uh, like they actually fix and they put a chip in. And he's like, oh, Peter, it's finally quiet. I can hear him. And then they they put a thing on Electro. Uh, and, it, and it like, they're like, oh, you just gotta let this charge for a little while and then take it out and you'll be fixed. Uh, and they left Lizard in a van because they didn't want to bring him in because he was a giant fucking lizard. Um, and then they're going to work on fixing the Green Goblin. And then it's like right when they're working on fixing the Green Goblin, they're I don't know, there's some sort of scene, they're talking or whatever, and Spider-Man starts feeling his spider sense go off and he can't figure out what it is. And then he fucking... And you're like, oh, what the hell has got to happen? And he quickly webs, uh, uh, you know, Norman, Willem Dafoe's arm. And he's fucking like, you know, he's the Green Goblin. He's all crazy now. Uh, And he convinces all the villains. He's like, fuck this, dude. Like, we're villains. Why why are we doing this? Like, fuck off. You know, Electro tears his thing off. And whatever, all the villains go out. And they're like, all right, we're going to be villains now. You really shouldn't try to help a Spider-Man. That was pretty stupid. Uh, Got
1: him. Fucking got him.
4: So all the villains pretty much kind of scatter, except for Doc Ock, who's still, like, a good guy. He's like, uh, let's all chill out, y'all. And Electro, like, shoots him down. Uh, and then it's pretty much just Green Goblin and Spider-Man fighting. And Green Goblin just beats the shit out of him. Just just straight whoops him up. <laughs> and it was... Actually, it's kind of... I don't know. I mean, it was a cool fight, but, like, it was just, like, a straight-up, like, MMA fight. Like, they were doing, like, arm bars and, like, <laughs> fucking, like, power bombs. And I was like, hold on... Ah, oh, this just not feel like I thought. Like a, I don't know, green goblin like a fight would go. Fight. Yeah. Anyway, he ends up beating him up, and he ends up beating him up. This is the the drama scene here. This is the the super big spoilers. Flasks. Oh god. Uh, twenty twenty seven thirty. Super big spoilers. Uh, in the ensuing fight, uh, Aunt May gets fatally injured. My god. And that is hot, Aunt May. Uh... So it's like you know what are yeah so it's pretty much like his Uncle Ben moment because he you know he did, I guess I kind of maybe when Tony died but you know he this Spider Man didn't really have that uh, you know she dropped the the great power great responsibility line on him and then she exploded uh, so yeah so the Spider Man's kind of like down and out uh, you know the Doctor Strange is somewhere in another mirror dimension all the villains are free and they're they're running around and the Spider Man's like already beaten up uh he and he just needs a friend maybe two <laughs> well he didn't even know that at first so so all right so this <laughs> all happens and then and then we you know we cut to his his support crew um you know his friends that show up in the movie Mary Jane and Ned and they're um you know they they're back out uh, whatever at the, at the base and they're worried about Spider-Man they're like oh man how do we contact him whatever uh and, you know, earlier when Spider-Man beat Doctor Strange, he, like, stole his teleportation ring, and he gave it to Ned. Like, Ned was wearing it, and he's messing around, and, like, they're talking about Peter. And they're like, uh, you know, like a little... Like, you've seen Doctor Strange. Like, a little portal starts yeah. to form. And, uh, yeah, he's like, oh, I wish we could see Peter. And, like, yeah whatever, the portal starts to form. you see, like, Spider-Man just sitting there, and they, like, start waving to him. And then, like, like what the fuck? And he waves back. And for a second, because it's kind of far away, and it's a dark alley, you'd you think it's Tom Holland, and then, like, real quick, you realize it is not Tom Holland. Uh, it's Andrew Garfield. So he comes in there and you know, he's like, right, what? He's like, the amazing um, Spider-Man? The amazing Spider-Man. So he's like, meet Peter Parker. And then, yeah, you whatever, you see Andrew Garfield and they have their little intro. And he's like, yeah, I've been, he, he got pulled in with the villains too. He's like, I've been here and trying to find your your, whatever, what the hell is going on? And they're like, alright, that didn't work. Uh, and they're like, alright, let's try it again. Let's call Peter. And then they just see, like, Toby Maguire on, like, a roof. And he, like, walks through the portal and he's like, uh, what's up, y'all? And, you know, they're like, are you Peter Parker? like, yeah. Uh, and then, whatever, you know, they, they, it's just a funny little scene. They both look at each other, you know, it was weird. Because Andrew Garfield comes in and he's like, yeah, I'm Spider-Man. They look at each
1: other, they look at the camera and they
4: shrug. Well, they both end up shooting like webs at each other. But anyway, well, yeah, well, Andrew Garfield comes One of us is gonna in, have to change. He's in like the Spider-Man garb, you know. He's not hiding it. But Tobey Maguire, he's obviously not in Spider-Man garb, and he's like hiding it. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't tell people I'm Spider-Man." So you know, I tell that you're a little different or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, they they end up uh, tracking down real Peter, and they they everybody looked off.
1: good. Like Toby, Toby looked good still in the spider suit, and everything.
4: Oh yeah, yeah, and it's all like the original costumes and like when they show okay, up. they that's have, cool. Like, uh, that's cool. Uh, I don't know if it was like the like a one for one, but they had at least like a a pretty close remix of all like their um, original, I guess, themes or whatever. Like you know the Raimi theme, uh, which I guess is more iconic. Yeah, like, yeah, I, of the, I know, I
1: know what you mean
4: yeah. Can't think of Garfield's theme, but they had they had all those in there. Um, anyway, they they find Tom Holland. You know his friends knew where he'd he'd be at. They give him like the this the Spider-Man pep talk. You know, trying, I mean, I'll try to wrap this up. We've been going on long. We're almost at the end of the movie. Hey, they give him the Spider-Man hey, pep hey, talk. Fuck you, Flask. Just saying. <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Yeah, man, we got your back, dude." And they they do. They they have his back, and they end up going to the Statue of Liberty, That's where the big fight takes place at the end. And they uh, all three Spider-Men just. Whoop some some Spider-Man ass. That's cool. Uh, well, and that they're able to pull that. it off. Really, that's exactly what I was getting. So, like I said, the story itself—it's not like you know one villain gets a lot of screen time. You're like Doc Ock. No, that, that and, movie was and, trying and some cool stuff. Do. Yeah, but like just the fact that they, because that's what you're going to see a superhero movie, right? You're going to see like the crazy stuff. Like on the comic book, yeah. No, it's like it's starting screen. to feel like a
1: big comic book thing, yeah. Right, like, it, like it's starting yeah. to deliver on the promise of like all the heroes can, you know, the the craziness is, of comic books. Yeah, shit.
4: just yeah, exactly the craziness of comic books because, like, you know, a movie pretty much the 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 anti this I was thinking of, and I, whatever. I mean, it came out earlier, so maybe it's not his fault. But like Fantastic Four, the second one, right? When they they show Galactus instead of having this crazy big guy and he's like, I'm going to eat your planet. They, they just copped out and they just put a giant, like, cloud that's going to, yeah. like, suck up the planet. It's like, that's... You're, like, fucking missing the point. I don't want to see... I don't want the idea of somebody eating the planet. That's fucking boring. Who cares? I want to see a giant person, like, going to gobble up the planet, like, like actually Galactus, you know? And they yeah, totally miss sure. that. But but with this movie, it's, it's so on point. You see the three man they they're like... I don't know. The, the, the chemistry works very well. Like they're they're making jokes. You know, they're they're kind of comparing and, and, like,
1: and like it's like this recognition that we've like moved past the era where like every single superhero movie needs to be an origin story. Yeah, you know I, mean? I was
4: gonna say that too. Because like,
1: like now, like. because now they've done all those origin stories in the 2000s, 2010s. Maybe you've seen them. Maybe you haven't. Who cares? We assume you have. And so, like, that's what this whole movie's about. You know what I mean? It's playing off all these origins and shit. You know, yeah, that, they're
4: not worried, like, oh, they're not going to understand that there's more than one Spider Man. Like, they totally lean into what, it. But what if they didn't
1: see Andrew Garfield's Spider Man? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's some pretty good Joe. They make it. What, what, if 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 of... what if these Zoomers haven't seen Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker? You know what I
4: mean? Yeah, yeah. And they, and they, and they both, you know, they both have their, like, cool, you know, their, their cool moments to shine or whatever. Uh, yeah, definitely. No, I'm going to watch it. That sounds like a cool movie.
3: Oh, yeah. I've liked watched
1: all, I like it liked all. The, I've liked all the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies, honestly.
4: Yeah, I um, would say this one is my my favorite of them so wow, far.
1: Okay, cool. That, uh,
4: that's big praise. I really
1: like the one with the uh, Birdman. Um, yeah, that one was game. good. But
4: this one, it's, yeah, yeah it just pulls off such a crazy idea and just does it so cool. well. Cool. Uh, it it kind of was... reminds me of similar
1: vibes. I don't want to go on too long. Just last comment. Re- similar vibes to that uh, End of the Spider-Verse. The animated movie that blew up that everybody yeah and the, well yeah and there, obviously
4: there's even you know nods to that movie in here as well oh cool uh, cool
1: that's cool
3: yeah
4: that I would see if there's anything I would complain I thought the ending was a, a little weak a little like uh, okay well I guess everything's pretty pretty tidy summed up yeah
1: yeah I mean uh, at the end of the day you got to sum you got to end a you got to end a three hour movie somehow you know what I mean
4: yeah 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 um. Yeah, it was, it was great. The three Spider-Mans, they were funny. Yeah, it was a, a good bit where they were just... You know, they're all kind of exp- uh, comparing their spider exploits. And, you know, like... Uh, well, Tom Holland, real quick, last thing. You know, Tom Holland, he was, you know, was like, What's the craziest you know, villain you guys have fought? You know, he's like the youngest, most inexperienced. And Toby was like, I fought like an alien suit once. And, you know, Tom Holland was like, Oh, I went to space and fought a purple alien. And you know Andrew Garfield's <laughs> like you guys like were fighting aliens you went to space he's like I fought, like a like a russian guy in a, a rhino suit and they're That's like nah, funny. dude you did cool stuff too come on <laughs> That's actually a really cool bit man Oh yeah they they I mean obviously and then they had, I mean they uh, like I could keep gonna, going. Up. they threw they threw the, the, the memes in there they had Willem Dafoe they had him say know I'm something of a scientist myself you know they had him one say we'll that never line see. We have
1: a 45-minute interview of somebody who is, like, in charge with, like, getting all the rights to pull that, all that off and everything. Uh, it must
4: like have been insane. Thing. I mean, they did the meme, you know, the Spider-Mans pointing at each other. They...
1: Right, right.
4: Uh, yeah. No, it was, it was, I was pleasantly surprised.
1: All right. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That was a good prank, guys.
4: All right, so that was my Hawkeye talk. And now if we could just separate uh, for the yeah, Spider-Man talk. We'll just
1: we'll, we'll just cleanly separate for Spider-Man. Yeah, that would be a good joke
2: except I was here for the Hawkeye kind of talk.
1: Anyway, sorry sorry for t- taking so long, but uh that movie actually does have a lot to to talk about. Uh there's a lot. I one honestly one I sure.
4: skimped over some uh, not quite a few things, but definitely enough stuff sure, where I could sure, have went going on sure. for another 10-15 minutes.
0: We were talking about how excited we are to see it.
4: Yeah, us, I us in the bunker. Yeah, I'm I put some doubts on some people in there, so.
2: <laughs> well, uh, uh I guess we go to break now, right? I
4: was uh
0: <laughs> I No, John, uh do you have anything else to talk about other than those
4: spoily subjects? Nah, man, I ain't I ain't done shit.
0: Okay. Well, then uh how about I move on to Greg? Greg, what do you Me.
4: Wait, Greg. Well, Greg, I Greg, Greg, Greg also seen Spider-Man. Wait, I, I, got <laughs> one, <laughs> no. I got one. I
1: got one. I got one quick question for John huh? John Favorite piece of recovery media so far As in stuff that you've been watching While you've just been lazing around
4: Oh, I guess it's going to have to be Successions Because I did start And I have been digging it quite a bit
1: Alright cool I need to watch that show Yeah I'll I'll pick at it a little bit uh I start season 3 uh, In my second later on Sorry Greg go ahead
5: Andy, thank you. Hey guys, it's me. I did things. I only did two things. You know, but they're pretty big things. <clears throat> the first one was Project Zomboid. I'm going to talk about. the yeah, uh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
5: Amazingly, all of a sudden they released the multiplayer build for uh, their new version of the game. They were just like, hey, bam, here's the new fair, version of the game.
1: To be fair, you say all of a sudden, but they had been saying that it would be coming uh, before Christmas this year. It's just with with a certain developer. But see, that game kept getting delayed. They kept. kept I was going to say, you start you start forgetting they even announced a release date of the
5: thing, and then which was crazy about this. Is I a few days earlier, I had posted. I think I messaged either Knoxville. I just posted out in like general. I was like, hey. They said that it's possible that we're gonna get the multiplayer branch soon, and we're like, I was like, that's cool, and then bam, dude, came out. Uh, so that came out, and it's really, really fun. It's I love playing that game, and playing with your boys is a lot of fun. Among
1: I've, among many things, they they revamped the combat. They added new animations. Yeah, they've uh, um, they've completely and they added this a game. Uh, whole new city. That we all travel to. You can't spawn in it, but we travel to it as a group, and we set up shop there in Louisville. That's neat. Yeah. It's, it's really yep. cool. Um, you, you know, it does, I think, Greg, you, you're going to hate me for this. It does, I think, as far as, like, how far the game should go to, be, to become what one might call a totally finished state, it does feel a bit incremental. That game is
5: nowhere near done.
1: But it uh it was a really good update. Um uh, and it changes how you approach combat, which is one of the most common things you do in that game. Um it's been a good reason to get back on the game. I'm I'm really I think what the game really needs for my interest is like a I know they're working on this, but call me when they do the skill revamp, you know what I mean? Totally revamp that skill system because it's busted up uh, and down. It mm-hmm. it's it's totally it's bonkers how it works. The whole reading books to gain skills and then changing headlights a thousand times to grind out mechanics. I mean, you know, there's a lot. To that's know.
0: honestly, with how fun I'm sure it is, that's honestly the reason that I I went back into it a little bit, as you remember, that one time recently. And then I was like, I don't actually want to do this. Like, I have fun with my friends, but I don't actually want to do the whole system of the game so that's why i didn't that's why i haven't joined in this time
1: i find myself completely and it's not an act of the game it's just me completely like devoid of an interest in playing the game unless we have a a big common group objective like unless there's five or six of us online or you know we're, we're trying to do something um it's hard for me to get jazzed up in the game by itself looting for looting's sake you know what i mean I know it's not
5: like the right game to say it, but I just, for me personally, that game is a nice game to, uh, you know, just relax in. Like, oh, get, sure. you get on, sure. you just def- defend a base, or like, not defend it, like, barricade your setup, your bay, your base, Sure, clean the place up. And then, you know, it usually devolves to like, hey, I gotta go find something. And then you go out, and then you end up getting either murdered or something horrible happens. It's a yeah. Uh, there's a
0: few games that fill that niche. You know, like, you know Project Zomboid, Seventies yeah. to Die, The Forest, even yeah, you know, yeah, kind of survival crafting kind of stuff.
1: I get that for sure. And uh, you, <laughs> and not not for nothing, Greg especially has done extremely well with like making his time worth it. Uh, the Greg built a little watchtower apartment above our base. That's Oh, that's cool. Very impressive, actually.
5: I've uh. I have started, and I, this is just kind of a small thing. I actually... There's a house to the north of us that has, like, a bunch of metal fences surrounding it. Uh-huh. So I'm actually... I'm going to block off the top of it. And I actually started building a staircase that goes from our place and then bridges oh, to the house no, across.
1: Be, yeah, it was like a, it was like <laughs> like an a hard uh, escape. Yeah. Yeah,
5: and then I was going to, like, just close That's it cool. off and make it, like, a big old warehouse or whatever. That's cool. I have a ton of fun with that game. It is... It definitely hit something I uh for me.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's good. Um We're we're running a dedicated server too, so it's nice that our friends with the varying work schedules can hop on at their convenience and contribute in their own little way here and there. You know what I mean? So it's it's good in that kind of a sustained group activity thing.
5: Hmm. Agree. Uh but yeah, that's uh that's zomboid. Now I'm gonna talk about what i really came here to talk about dear god as you all know uh last no not last week more well, yeah well yeah 2 weeks ago final fantasy 14 endwalker came out oh really right. wow. yeah dude the, the expansion to the to um, not even critically acclaimed anymore universally acclaimed game Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> Everyone must acknowledge even the gods.
1: Which which you cannot play until Well we'll
5: get whoa, 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 Andy, we'll get we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. That's news. <laughs> That's news. That's news.
1: Okay. So okay. uh Sorry. I over, I
5: overstepped. I have been playing it. I finished the story, the main scenario the other day. And right here, right now, I can guarantee say that is my game of the year. Is that game is that literally that expansion. That Can I was Say
1: it one more time, what is this?
5: The the expansion, Endwalker, for Final Fantasy?
1: Okay, okay. That's
5: my game of the year. That's weird. It wasn't nominated for the game
0: awards as
3: yeah.
5: game of the year. It just it just came out. It counts as a uh a twenty twenty one game, so I'm putting it in my, I'm putting it in. Came in at the last second uh, and just blew everything away. Maybe it'll make it into next year's game awards. Maybe.
1: It very uh, it very well might that what the cutoff is like it, what December seventh or something like no not it, much earlier than that it's like November twentieth or something like that
0: yeah it does occupy a very strange place where like these expansions I mean this story overall in Final Fantasy fourteen I've always heard consistently good things about so oh, like it, so it should good, be eligible dude. for stuff because it's like genuinely good game content
1: yeah right? I, oh, but but it might uh, it, but it might uh, hit this niche space where it's like. It's it's commendable, but do we want to create a category in which we know who the winner is going to be just by the category being created? You know what I
0: mean? Right. I'm saying, like, should it be eligible to per- compete in oh, as a the space game, of other mean? categories? Yeah. Yeah. This expansion, you know? Because I've heard great things from Greg I mean, and
5: everyone yeah, else. Is. I mean, yeah, I keep bringing it up. I had a great... It hand truly serves
1: stuff. as, like, a standalone expansion. I don't see why not. If it serves as, like, a DLC to the game, I I think you're getting into money waters. Even though, like, spiritually... Spiritually, I agree with you, Flask. I'm just saying, like, structurally. hmm. I'm just asking the questions. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm I'm speaking with the... How the system might answer. So, Greg, what about
0: Endwalker?
5: Well, uh... The story is super solid. Um... Your ba- ba- it wraps up a bunch of it. Basically, that that is this is the the end of the Final Fantasy XIV story. Uh, as of what is happening now, uh, coming f- uh, after this, they are doing a whole brand new story. They uh, they even talk about it a little bit at the end. Uh, does anybody really care? Because I'm gonna I'll start getting into spoilers.
1: I care not. Not at all. all. Right.
0: I guess not, not really, no.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, I would forget. Wait, anyway. wait, wait, John. Hang on. You sure you don't care about Final Fantasy XIV and Walker spoilers, John? We could spoiler bunkers, you, all right. Andy, didn't you, like, not want to host because you didn't want to talk Spider-Man. so much?
2: No, you know what, Greg? Now
3: uh,
1: I want
2: you to take go, as much on, time first
5: as John's over Spider-Man. Yeah, got
0: him for sure.
4: Second <laughs> of all, I don't think Spider-Man's in this, so I don't care. <laughs> well, John, right. we'll That's have great. something to say uh, about for, that for, soon. Forgive me, forgive me for vibing. Don't again,
0: alright? Thanks (laughs) Never vibe
3: again
1: Spoilers
0: for Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker Until 5046
5: Alright, so uh, The game starts With this group called the Talafri They are a group of bad guys And they are trying to bring about The end of days, or the end of the world They are kidnapping all these people and putting them in these towers, and uh, they're basically summoning like lunar primals, which are uh, basically like gods, and they're using them to uh, basically mind control people and take over the world and destroy it. Uh, So you as the Warrior of Light and your boys, the Scions of the Seven Dawn, you basically just go around and start beating the shit out of people. Uh, you, you find out how to get into the towers without, uh, all your people being mind controlled and, uh, basically murdering everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you, uh, you clear the tower, you make it to the main tower, and you find the big, the main bad guy there, and he's, and he's basically gives you this whole shake where he's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna cause some crazy chaos, and then he shoots a laser at the moon. And we're, everyone's like, like "Whoa, <laughs> what the fuck?" And then all of a sudden, a giant, uh, a giant magic seal appears on the moon, and it turns out that there, the moon was used to hold an ancient god called Zodiac, and uh, the main bad guy, uh, Fandaniel, Fan Daniel, is trying to is trying to release Zodiac, but we don't know why.
1: Fan Daniel.
5: Uh, so we basically we get to the moon or we base he teleports to the moon and we chase him to it, so we are on the moon at this point and it turns out that uh, he is basically trying to destroy it uh, his barrier and there are two barrier points left he ends up destroying it while we're wandering around and he goes into the uh, he goes into the cage of uh, this area and he basically combines himself with the god Zodiac so you find stuff a zodiac, and you fight him in a boss battle, and he kills himself. Game's over, right? You think? Turns yeah, yeah, out, him killing himself, him he, basically what he wanted you to do was weaken zodiac enough so he could go. He could stab himself in the chest, break his heart, and kill himself, thereby bringing about the end of days. So he kills himself. Everyone's like, "Oh, hey, we're done. Cool." And all of a sudden the world starts ending. Uh like fire in the sky, one of the places you where you go to. Um all of a sudden the citizens start turning into like these terrifying monsters. And it turns out that um basically the moment they start panicking, like it's there's this hidden uh, like magic thing called uh, what the fuck is it called? I think it's called dynamis. And it is basically magic that works on your emotions. And uh, so the moment people start getting, like, super angry or, like, super sad or freaked out, uh, they turn into these, like, crazy monsters. Like, I posted a picture earlier, and it was, like, of an elephant monster. That's basically what the elephant people would turn into when they, like, get overcome by this stuff. So if you get scared, you elephantize? If you get scared, you turn into, like, a terrifying monster. (laughs) and uh there's no Classic. way to save you uh so what basically happens is to solve this mystery you team up with god and you basically get basically get sent back in time god you and me yeah you basically get sent back in time and um it's just it's fucking crazy but uh whatever long story short uh you find out what the issue is it is a girl you met in the past who went fucking crazy and went to the edge of the universe to basically end the world. And uh, you take a giant spaceship to the end of the world, and you basically teach her that uh, that hope hope is the best. Hope is for uh, your friends and your loved ones. And then you beat her up. And then you have uh, a. Yeah. But after you beat her up, she's like all good again. She's like, yeah, I can't really undo what I did, so. I'll just um, you know, I'll, I'll make everything good again. Just follow me and we'll leave. And then all of a sudden, your arch rival shows up. Uh this guy named Zenos who is uh, just a giant edge lord and uh he just shows up, talks a little shit and then he leaves. Uh but he shows up and you basically fight him on the edge of the universe uh in a fight to the death. And that's and then that's Sick. how the
4: game ends. Yeah, you know, it's so crazy, you're not going to believe me, but this is, like, almost word for word, what I said to Andy, this is the plot of the <laughs> Spider-Man movie. Yeah. God
0: damn it!
5: Oh, yeah, you wanted was... me to talk about Spider-Man? Or Final Fantasy? I was talking about Spider-Man.
4: Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. My well, you know,
5: when he teams up with God?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, like I said. I, uh,
5: I definitely, Parker I mean, Luck. I'm not really good at, talk. It's like, speaking about... Games because no no I'm yeah words. I'm no good I'm no good with my words but I really really, ethic, I really really I really like that game and I definitely didn't do that story justice. So um, literally, literally the game is called Endwalker.
0: The expansion is called Endwalker because you're walking on the edge of the universe. You literally the of the universe. walk to the end.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, sounds
2: like a bunch of gobbledygook to me. But I will
5: say the composer, the main good, co- the main composer, uh, Masayoshi Soken. ugh, he made such a good... That, the music in that game is so be, so lovely. I... God damn, dude. It is great. It's awesome. Uh, the only issue with the game is... there, And there is an issue, or so for me, is... <clears throat> excuse me. The game has um crazy queue times if you do not get on in the early morning. I got home at like 2 o'clock today. And I the first thing I did was sign on. And I waited in an hour queue to get into the game. Uh but they fixed they fixed a bunch of the issues. Like there was an issue that when if you're waiting in queue, it would randomly kick you out and just turn the game off. But they fixed that issue. And I think another issue or another fix for it's coming Tuesday. Um But the main thing, yeah, dude oh god. I that game is just so It's awesome. Such a good expansion. It actually what I really want to talk about is how much that game shit on World of Warcraft Shadowlands, guys. Well, yeah, that game, Blue Shadow, that did what Shadowlands did, uh, but three hundred times better, and they should be embarrassed.
0: <laughs> I think, I uh, think you know, they feel it. I'm
5: sure. <laughs> Good, they deserve it. But uh, yeah, they, they uh. Final Fantasy XIV, people. I love that game. I recommend it. I know my friends don't want to play it, and they'll try to give, like, an excuse, like, yeah, that's not my thing. But... But
0: Can you play it as a single-player experience? Well, yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Okay. Well, then. Cool. I'm going to have to check it out for this story. At some point.
4: Well... um I mean, you just go watch the movie, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Came, that came I, I guess. Yesterday. I'll just watch the movie. Came out the other I day. I
0: tickets, so you know I kind of am like. Fun yeah. When are you
4: going to see it? I kind of want to see it again. Not that I'm like inviting myself. I'm just saying I want to see it again. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. <far>. Lovely. <laughs> what, what <do> you <laughs> where? Yeah. Where? Where? Uh, right. Where? What time? You?
0: Look, we'll, uh, we'll. I actually we'll see this on podcast, uh, okay, I John? Seen it
4: in IMAX. Oh, nice. It was very loud. Maybe too loud.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Scare you?
4: I I, felt it in my chest. I didn't like it. I feel like the noise vibrating through me.
0: (laughs) So, Greg, uh, do you have anything else to talk about? Or is that it for you?
5: No, that's it. Okay. I'm done talking about Spider-Man. My bit's over. Right.
0: Well, thanks for ruining it. But, um, Vito... Oh, what are you? What? Are, who are? Who are you? What's your deal? Uh, my deal.
2: <clears throat> I beat Halo Infinite the campaign. The campaign of Halo Infinite. You just dis- you destroyed it. I did. Um, I was very conflicted on playing it at all because. Wait, really? Yeah, no, I really did. I beat the campaign. Um, <sighs> why? Well, I thought about waiting for co-op to come out because I want to play with my friends. And ultimately, I just decided I don't want to wait that fucking long. You know, it's going to be like a year for co-op to come out. I just want to experience hmm. it while it's in the zeitgeist. And if if it's, if it's worth playing at all, I'll play it again, co-op. Yeah, all right. Uh, so yeah, I, I beat it. I wish I could tell you how many hours, but I don't know how to check that on the Xbox Game Pass. But I want to guess like, Ten to fifteen hours, something like that. Seems I've seen you
4: right. on Halo a lot. I thought you were just playing the multiplayer a lot.
2: No, not at all. I like, binge the, uh, the campaign. I I am homesick. Everybody with uh, COVID, I think. Um, funny, so.
4: yeah, I, I've seen you on a lot. I just yeah, no, no I just always thought like, damn dude, you really going hard in that multiplayer.
2: Yeah, no, I just kind of pushed through it, and uh, so I. All right, well let's let's talk about. First off, uh, I I don't need to talk about any um, like story spoilers. Are You guys okay if I just go into this? I don't think there's anything that is surprising here.
4: I don't. Um, yeah, just I as long okay. as you don't spoil anything.
2: No, I, I I I won't. Okay. Um, the gameplay I I think is is clearly the best in the series. Um, they really just. Yeah, it's killer. I mean, uh, the. Everything feels good. I mean, you guys played the multiplayer. It's just that. But against NPCs. Um, the grapple hook is fucking awesome. And, uh,. You know there are some differences in the like, campaign like you know you could upgrade your equipment, which is not something I knew about so like you know you could end up upgrading that grapple hook so that you could use it very quickly so you're just like spider- manning around like the whole time. I mean you're using that grapple hook like every every five seconds you're using it you're using it to move wow. forward through the map you're using it to grab weapons to throw coils you're throwing coils constantly throwing coils is awesome um, The gameplay just feels phenomenal. It's very very good. Um Yeah, any problems that I have are with the uh the open world format and level design and the narrative. Um hmm. So, okay. you know, I, I the linearity in previous Halo games, I I didn't think it was a problem. I don't think anybody else did. It led to some really epic set pieces. You know, you're battling on Earth, or and then in space, and on Covenant ships. And you're bouncing around quite a bit. Um, and I, great. I love, I love those. Yeah, I love those set pieces and the other Halo games. And um, you know, I, I also I agree that some of the coolest Halo levels had a little bit of like a semi-open world thing going on. You know that that memorable first level of uh or sorry not the first level of halo combat evolved but the when you first land on the second level yeah um which i think is called halo maybe um i forget
0: and well and like the Sign cartographer too and you know there there are some that are not open but like linear in an open way
2: yeah and i think that's what led to a lot of people refer you know halo is always being referred to kind of almost like in a different way than other first person shooters. Everyone always uses the word sandbox when they refer to Halo. And I think it has to do with, uh, obviously the multiplayer stuff, but like levels like that, where there was like this semi open world where you could tackle things in any order you want. Um, sort of. And, uh, there's just different ways to go about this. So they took that concept and they just made that the whole game kind of, um, you got this very, it does sound cool. Um, (laughs) And I don't think that Halo being open world is the problem. I think that could be really cool. And I think it is cool here in ways. Um, You know, part of it is that I think the open world would be a lot more fun co-op. You know, I'm just imagining me playing that same campaign, but having you guys, you know, with me in the Warthog and not just me driving the Warthog by myself with no gunner. (laughs) Hmm. <laughs> Which
4: is silly. Yeah, I'd um, probably not ride around
5: on my goblin glider.
4: Hell yeah. Um i the you... sand. <laughs> okay, <enough>. this, is... <laughs> this
3: isn't Spider-Man.
2: Uh oh, I did say Spider Man earlier. I guess this is Spider Man. Really? Grapple Hook. Yeah, you're just <laughs> grappling. <laughs> yeah. That's Webb's
5: Vito. This
2: is a very Spider Man podcast. Um Yeah, you can pick up Marines. You know, just like you could in the old Halo games.
3: Oh, can you, you grappling like hook Marines? Yeah, you to can. Your, to you, your vehicle. You,
2: you, can you grapple hook them to the vehicle, like pin them, yeah, like pin their, like their flailing off right. the back? <laughs> yeah, whipping like, in the breeze, just cause style, just like yeah, pin a dude. bunch of them to it, and oh, they all have assault rifles. Ass. That would be fucking Me cool. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up, Andy. What are you opening
4: bottles of what whiskey or
2: something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bottles of champagne over there.
4: You celebrating, dude? Each or is he doing that thing where you're God?
2: <laughs> or are you putting your finger in your mouth and then popping <laughs> it? Out yeah, that's I, I think. That's what he I, did. the first time I heard it, I thought <laughs> it
5: was you. I was like, well, whatever, man. It's his thing.
2: Uh. Anyway, so what was I talking about? Yeah. So, so there. Uh, you know, Spider-Man. large part of this game is is open world, and you're Spider-Man, and um. You know I think the biggest problem with this open world format is that um there's it's no diversity that. there's no diversity to the open world there's no there aren't different biomes um it's a pretty open world and there's you know a night and day cycle um it's got a very cool look to it you know the, the uh i'll avoid what I was about to say due spoilers but um thank you it's Does just um- uh it just all starts to feel very same Um it, it feels like the it was kind of slapped together and wow. it's missing those set pieces. There are no there are like no set pieces in this game. Um it's it feels just very flat um throughout the whole way. Uh the game opens up with a nice set piece. The first mission's cool. Uh harken back to uh Combat Evolves first mission and then uh once you get onto Halo Zeta I think the experience is just pretty consistently okay.
0: Um I think you raise an excellent point cuz like I I didn't play Halo 5, but Halo 4, I played it once through. I don't remember that game, the campaign, like I, I just remember, remember a bunch moments, of robots perhaps. Yeah, a bunch of robots. Uh like maybe the villain's kind of appearance, but aside from that, it was a lot Wasn't of like Was he
5: like a naked dude, he looked like a jackal, like a jackal human or something like that? Is sort like gross? of sort of yeah. Uh, um
0: in comparison to what you were saying, exactly on point about all the set pieces in the first 3 Halo games.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, you got Scarab really fights well and you know fucking crazy Warthog segments where you're driving out of an exploding ship and you know things that are built by developers, you know, li- linear set pieces that you're to meant to you experience have fun. Yeah. And, and those just wow like factor. Just aren't in this game, um, I think and they instead, learned. yeah, instead you get this like almost like Far Cry kind of open world where you have these FOBs that are around the map that you could, you know, go and claim. You want to know something? I beat the game without doing a single FOB um, and without Save doing SOB, a single assassination mission. Um, which are in the game apparently? How would you be assassinating people? That's so mean.
5: Yeah, you're a fucking Spartan. What are, do Spartans assassinate people? Aren't they like jo- wearing giant like metal suits? Clap, clap, clap. Stand up. dude. You're what's the, Just this smash game them.
1: Doesn't end on an epic set piece where the Halo Infinite ring is exploding while you're driving off of it.
2: Andy, it fucking doesn't. It it actually ends with uh... It was a very disappointing
5: end for me. I thought, I thought you were going to end, just spoil the ending. I was like, what are you doing? No, no,
2: I was just trying to say, no, it, does, it doesn't it does end. I mean, yeah, I guess it does have a, a climax. It, there's some a certain climax that... But it doesn't have I a guess, classic
1: Halo climax. I, I, I it, does not, it does not. It is called Infinite. Cli- it does not have that, a... Cli- and and that's that, a good that's, point. That's what, I, that's what I was getting at, actually, is is that I was speculating that we're going to get these epic set pieces drip fed to us over the next year or two years of oh, content wow. or whatever. Maybe Yay. we
2: will. I don't know about epic set pieces, but we're definitely getting more story content uh fed to us. And I think there's already like,
1: like, um, they can't blow up the infinite ring because there's supposed to be more content. So I knew the game would does. Be really um, great. yeah.
5: This is kind of like a side thing for Halo And I feel like I've asked this before But uh do the does the flood still the in still Or in we or did we like kill them in like Halo two or whatever?
4: pretty well, sure they were very much in halo 3 so we Or halo
5: 3 i'm sorry that's what i meant that's what i meant yeah i'm pretty sure they're gone after halo 3 all
4: right, all right, i didn't play anyone after that how do we get rid of
5: them yeah i remember like there Let's was like we, a hive mind dude and we exploded no, it, i remember I, I just
4: don't remember how i, I thought like i thought had, we like, blew yeah, it yeah, up i thought you had want- to activate <laughs> the ring to do that do
5: you want me to answer the question if you want i uh, set a spoiler just message me it's not
2: out. really. I mean, it's it's just I. It's it sounds like I'm hinting at something. I'm, I'm honestly, It's honestly. I,
5: to- I wouldn't be surprised yes no. if
0: like if flood were still around, just not in this sort of. Well, that's
5: because yeah. I'm. That was like a big I think, thing. Was, I like, think they're still around. The they're just not in this like thing. super like this crazy threat, and then you just never hear from them again. I feel so. Extremely I was like, oh, viral. They're like the different. yeah. They're like the krill. They're just like yeah. They're gone. They're done. We're done with that. Yeah. Um.
2: But anyway, I have more more to say. I'm gonna keep going. Um, keep going, man. So uh, yeah, I, I was uh, not like super impressed by the open world. Although again, I think it would be cool co-op, like doing some shit. Um, the mission format is like exclusively go here and press a button, um, and there's no surprises at all. And and when you press the button, you know bad guys will come. And it's very, it gets repetitive, and it feels uninspired um the missions that don't take place in the open world uh meaning uh you go somewhere and then you have to go inside like a structure basically um they're they're in these blue forerunner facilities that you've seen in other halo games especially the the first uh three um okay. these are the best looking blue forerunner facilities in the series as in you know they're the well, obviously they're good looking, but you know, you'll know you go into like a big hole and uh, I don't know, you'll go in a room with like a bridge in in a very big room that's got like an abyss. In any case, blue forerunner facilities are still fucking lame, even if th- these are the best ones. And there's a lot of them. And, and most <laughs> of the game is just in these blue forerunner facilities, which honestly, even though they're the most impressive blue forerunner facilities, they feel like they could have been uh, like generated using like a tool. Um, they're very boring.
0: I was seeing people comment on that aspect. Like obviously in the earlier games, they sort of did a mixture of natural environments with forerunner installations kind of embedded into those, like, like impossible architectures embedded into the very terrain. And then, um, of course the covenant technology is very alien and like the purple and that's everything is curved. Uh, you know, everything is smooth. And yeah. uh, so their facilities stand out and are kind of interesting visually. And I saw people talking about how 343 doesn't kind of doesn't like tap into those that, no, you know, that kind of stuff. All. That,
2: like I said, the Halo games previously, one to three, at least like you're you know, you're going to be bouncing around through all these cool environments. In this game, there are like two environments. There's the outer world. There's like outside on Halo. Um, which all kind of looks samey. And then there's the blue forerunner facilities. Um, there's one exception barely. Uh, Oh, the first level I actually thought was really cool. And playing through the first level, I was very excited. It got me excited to play the rest of the game. Not that it was like insanely impressive, but it was just really cool. Um, and like I said, it kind of it harkens back to Combat Evolves first level. And then there's also a level that you might hear people referring to called the House of Reckoning, um, which is like a cool little level that has a slightly different environment and it plays like you're playing um, Firefight, Halo Firefight. It's like a wave huh. survival level. And that level was pretty cool. Um, it just had me scratching my head. Like, why can't you guys do more cool stuff? Um, More set pieces, yeah. Yeah. There are boss fights in the game, and I don't know if there's boss fights in four and five. Were there? Yeah, oh, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought they were cool. Like they were a welcome addition. Um, although some of them felt like the only way to win was to like cheese the boss. Um, like normally your Master Chief and your obviously you're taking cover now and then to like heal your shields up for a moment. But normally you're just back fucking bouncing around. You're meleeing dudes, you're grapple hooking around. Like some of these bosses was like, you just have to fucking find a, a spot in the level that the developers probably didn't really want you to be hanging around like behind a wall or something like that. And just like pop out when you can and just hide the whole time and just chip away at the guy's health. Because if you stand out in the open, you're just going to get completely shredded in a way that's like much faster than even,
0: you know, that seems so very odd to me. (laughs) Yeah. That Um, seems very strange,
2: but some of the boss fights were cool. And actually I think the ones that were the best were when the boss had a melee weapon, because then you could run around and grapple around and, um, you're not, you don't have to fucking cheese, cheese the boss. I I felt Mm -hmm. that way at least. Um,
0: I would think with the expanded movement options available to you, it'd be more interesting to make boss fights like uh, utilize verticality more and moving around more.
2: Yeah. Um, You're saying that only
0: really comes into play when there's, they, they have melee because otherwise they're just shooting you to death. Like Otherwise they're way. just
2: shooting you to death. Yeah. I mean, I remember there was one boss fight in particular I thought was pretty frustrating. It's a, it's two, two enemies are the boss. And one of them's in a brute chopper, and the other one's on foot. (laughs) And the one that's on foot has a scrap cannon, which is like a giant cannon that you could pick up and shoot, basically just like a Gatling gun. And the other one is on this insane brute chopper, and you could get him off of that, but then he's got a scrap cannon. And you basically can't, like, they just, they shred, and I was playing on Heroic Difficulty, um, and the the difficulty would really bump up during these segments because otherwise it was fine. And, um, you just couldn't be like out in the open scene for like more than a couple seconds at all. Um, but anyway, uh, I wonder the if narrow- they're
0: really designing it for, uh, <laughs> for <co-ops, laughs> that's what I'm That's
2: know? what I'm saying. Like it, it, it did kind of feel like if I had other people with me, this would be a lot more manageable. Um, or, or and not just manageable, like more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, um and then the narrative um was something that I did think was probably better experienced by yourself because well the 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 narrative in general is really convoluted and dumb it's n- it's three not, four three
0: hello three, it's, four,
2: not, three? it's it's really not a great uh story it's a little confusing um and uh the 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 performances are actually really great. Um, the guy uh, Darren DePaul, who plays, he's the voice actor of uh, Esherim, who's like one of the he's like the bad guy brute. Um, you see him in the in that
0: trailer. He's yeah, like, we heard his the, voice in trailers and stuff. Yeah,
2: he's like those those he's fantastic. Uh, and all of like the brute performances are are really great. And and the. The voice acting for and the performances for the regular enemies is the best it's ever been. The grunts are really fucking funny and fully That's voiced. What I heard. Um yeah. and it might seem a little corny, but it's it's really enjoyable. And I like that they leaned into that so much. There there's so many voice lines that I don't even think you're gonna hear all of them in a single playthrough. I mean, I don't think I even heard repeats um of little voice lines when you get killed. There's so much trash talking that the enemies do when they kill you and it's hysterical um the the performances of um weapon is is the name i had subtitles on his character's name is weapon they're your ai
3: Um, okay um yeah
2: it's the cortana voice actor yeah um and and she's great and the uh like, facial animations for her are, like, are like really great. And Master Chief is great, which is a weird thing to say because he's a Master Chief and he doesn't say much. But it was great, and it was really fucking cool. Um, And the narrative has, like, some strong emotional beats that were enjoyable, and it, which is why I say, you know, th- the narrative is probably best experienced by yourself without all your friends talking over it because um, there were some strong like emotional moments um in the plot line i just i just wish the rest of the the story was there
0: and um, I, I don't and think that's unusual at all for the halo games you know they're very much uh, uh you know the this storyline is single player focused always has been yeah
2: I, but more than anything though this story is a very like personal one for master chief um which i thought was great and i think it, from what i know about halo 4 and 5 they're also kind of like that um but i didn't play those games cuz i heard they weren't that good mm-hmm. but you know halo 1 to 3 you know it's this uh galactic war and the stakes are very high and they are in this one it's still it still is but the focus is on this this personal um struggle that master chief is having and that's the shit that really that really hits home and I thought it was um really good at moments, but overall the the narrative was was dog shit. Well, um, he's not
0: just having fun being on a Halo again?
2: No, he's not. He's
0: not at he all. Loves which is day. why
2: which is why I, I thought it was pretty cool. Like we kind of see, even though Master Chief still doesn't really talk a lot, I don't know. He he, he uh he's not just uh playing it straight, dumb robot. Like in some of the other games. Didn't he Ryan cry after like kill. the last he two
5: games did. about his Soldier. Cortana being missing or broken or whatever? Does he? See,
2: I don't know. I could be, I could be, what I could be saying. I think that was, like, was a like a big crosses. point was
5: he was just a giant crybaby because his robot was dead and he was like, I gotta go <laughs> do stuff. <laughs> Vito is correct in
0: that it does focus on that. Like it's, they've just been focusing on that kind of relationship. for Yeah. Three games. But I
2: think it's a great, I think it's a great, like storyline, I think that's a cool thing that other games are doing. It's Master Chief's relationship first off Master Chief is an interesting character, just his upbringing and you know who he is, and then his relationship with this AI that's been living in his fucking head forever. you know what I mean i I think that's a really cool story to explore um sure. and I just wish they just did it a little bit better. That's all um overall. Uh, I probably will give this another go when co-op comes out with my friends. But, uh, this, this, uh, there's a lot missing here that I wish was in the game. Okay. And, and, and it also hurts that now I'm seeing all these rumors of, uh, cut content that was supposed to be in this case. This I can't wait to fucking for the documentary that explains the (laughs) development hell that this game went through because... I would just love to know what the actual plan for this game was in the beginning. Um, Me too. Cause it does feel like just a lot was cut and this was just kind of slapped together from the open world to the shit story. Like a lot was just, just put together at the last moment. Um, anywho.
0: Do you have anything else other than Halo Infinite? No, that's it. That's it. Just Halo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then, uh, wow. shall we shall we take our break now, gentlemen?
3: Yeah, oh, they're all gone.
4: Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 my silence was just in agreement. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you were
0: nodding the whole time silently. Sorry, I, was, I got, uh, got uh, yeah. Spider Man on my other monitor. Well, that's what the
4: thing is. I was trying uh, to give a Spider Man bit to close that out, but I didn't. So I just didn't give a shit. Grappled. Hey, away. webhead,
5: take five. <laughs>
0: There you go. <laughs> Who would win? Master Chief versus Spider-Man. If Spider-Man
4: would. He's would he uh, even, uh, I even the, well. the fuck out that idiot.
2: Are we sure about that?
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. He's got Let's gun. look at their feats.
2: Okay. Can you shoot
4: Spider-Man? Can Spider-Man be shot? No, Spider-Sense. Well, I mean, yes, technically, sense. but Spider-Sense easily dodge a bullet. Yeah, you're right. I've seen the movie. Don't test me, dude. <laughs> but Spider-Man...
0: <laughs> Spider-Man might have to close to try to to try to fight Master Chief. And yeah, what's he gonna do? Strength. Punch
4: him? He's wearing armor. And Spider-Man
0: might be a contest of strength for Master Chief, dude. And what uh, if it's, Master it's, Chief gets his
5: hands on Spider-Man? Just squeeze his little fucking head. Just but <laughs> I think we underestimate how strong Spider-Man truly.
2: Is. Spider-Man's he's a pretty yeah, he's strong, strong.
4: Man, you catch a car,
2: you catch a train.
0: The Equivalent strength of a spider.
2: But what if Cortana is like calculating all of Spider-Man's movements oh. with the power of AI? Oh shit! She's, She's like Master Chief, Spider Sense. That's what I'm saying. Like he's got Spider oh. Sense too, in a way. He basically Master Chief kind of is Spider-Man. He's got the grapple hook. He's got the sense.
0: Got the enhanced strength. I can't wait yeah. to hear
2: what what Spider-Man, Flask, and Andy have to talk about today.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> You'll see. Welcome back. To the broken campfire, we're going to continue our Spider-Man extravaganza with Andy. Do you have something to tell us about?
1: Yeah, I've done. Even a in your states, I started Succession season three. Show's pretty good. Um, heard so. Yeah, it's just kind of probably the best thing on TV right now. Season three's yeah. good. I've heard so it's about. That's about all I'll say. Okay. Uh, then I have also been playing the video game Stardew Valley. Oh, lovely. I don't really have a whole lot to add to that either because while I've put a lot of time into it, I feel like it's a game that you all know well, even if you never played it. Uh, Greg has, has actually played it. Greg was started on my farm. Greg, you'll be happy to know that we're into year two now. Ooh, spring, spring. Yeah, year I two.
5: feel. Ba- I feel bad. I've been feeling. I wanted to join earlier when I saw you on, because uh, I felt bad that I only joined the first day, and I was like, "Yeah, it's cool." And then all the games came out. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll- whatever." I'm not you a farm man well, anymore.
1: If you ever did want to rejoin, there's going to always be a <clears throat> endless wealth of stuff to do. Well, that's good. Then
5: I might join help out. How's uh, how's it going? Anything, anything new and exciting? That you could say oh, has sure. happened.
1: There's been some new exciting things. I'm dating. You're dating? Uh, Who? Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about that. Who are you dating, pal? Me, me. Me and Maru are getting pretty serious. <laughs> you know
5: what's funny is I, I I felt like you would uh pick Maru. Uh. <laughs> well,
1: you know I. You, you, you know, two, you're uh, one of the same. I'm kind of a what you might call a, a sapiosexual. You know, I'm kind of only interested in the high IQ types. So, of on. course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I got. I actually, um, Maru is not that I have any problem with Maru, but like two weeks in I, into the game, I started becoming aware. And like I asked Danny who he was going for, and I figured out who you were going for, and I kind of just like, who is Danny going for? That? Is it Penny still? Because if it's Penny, I I'm he... gonna. No, no. He... I feel like he was he was going for like three women at one point, but he settled <laughs> on Leia. He's dating <laughs> Leia. Oh, good for him! Because every time we we played that
5: game together a few times, uh, and he would pick Penny every time, and I would. Constantly tell him how that was a horrible decision he could make, and I would. Do you see what you're trying to date into, Danny? Look at that mess over there,
1: dude. She does look like a mess, but, but mother, I've not. She's yeah. pretty sweet.
5: Well, that's good. I'm glad you're having fun enjoying it. I uh, I love that game. Uh, I've made
1: I, I I I made quite a bit of progress in the community center. Um, I've rebuilt the mine carts. Um. I rebuilt uh just before the podcast i rebuilt the bridge that led to the quarry and i entered the quarry for the first time that was i think it was the quarry it, w- it was pretty cool
0: such a productive man
1: damn you're very productive but, uh, you know the game's the game's uh, easy it's fun it's cute it's just it's a relaxing the, game and the resource it's management Hit of the brain, you know what I mean. Like, uh, oh, if I if I spend two thousand, I have two thousand dollars, and I've, if I spend it all on crops now, then in two weeks it'll turn into twenty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? That kind mm-hmm. of part of your brain. Yes. Um, it's been a perfect game to play while while I've been uh, in a, a drug induced haze, recovering from the teeth being pulled out of my head. And you can even play that like
0: while you're in the back of the truck on your way to a different state, a very cold yeah, state. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you can, can play it on your
1: it's Switch on everything. or whatever, right? It's on, it's on phones, on Switch, and everything. Phone, yeah. Now that we got now,
5: Andy, uh, what we got to do is uh, when it goes on sale on Steam, we got to buy it and we got to play uh, Stardew Valley Expanded.
1: Yeah, I, I forgot. I, I probably just can't load that onto the Windows version easily, I bet. Uh, some XRK uh, Pass yeah, game, I mean, past yeah, game support mods. I haven't looked into the Stardew Valley game in May. That'd be cool. Uh, I was looking Probably. into it. Yeah, there's that one, Greg. There's also another one called Bridgetown that is compatible with the Stardew Valley expanded mod that adds another town to the game. Ooh, so I, I'd I never be heard down. Of that. Yeah, so I'd be down once. Uh, uh, I'd be the totally down for that. Once you you are finished with through. that year.
5: Or, you're, not your year, I'm sorry. Because you have like. What did you say you're on year two? Yeah. Yeah, you have like a lot more shit to do. So I mean like yeah, once you're done with the game or you feel like you're done with the game, I'm totally done. To
1: yeah. Do I would be down for sure. The game I think has up to four player co op. Um really uh, you can mod it and, and
5: make it like eight players. But. Which I think is very funny because everyone gets a house and you just put the houses on
1: your farm. It's it's oh, very yeah. funny. You get a like a little town. Hell yeah, a little
2: commune. You just do a yeah, start yeah, a cult. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean right now it's just me and Danny, but Danny's got his own little farm and like his own we little just, house and everything is, is We start fun. a
2: little uh, polygamous uh, cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wish that commune of nerds would stop dating our women. <laughs> <Cult of laughs>
2: <Spider-Man>?
4: Yeah,
1: right.
2: <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, where is the Spider Man in this?
1: Well probably uh, our cult leader. That's Stardew Valley. Good game. Uh, I'll be honest. Right now, I'm I'm kind of in a space where like there's some stuff on my list. I'm I'm down for suggestions and pokes and prods in certain directions, but I I got the Outer Wilds because of the I D L C, which feels like kind of like this big thing by now. Because like I gotta reacclimate everything, and uh, that's that's kind of off the list right now. I don't really feel like doing a lot of thinking. Then I got Us Two, which is a game I'm I'm a few hours in. Um, fun action adventure game I, d- I definitely don't have a problem with I could pick that back up and I got uh, the Forgotten City installed which I'm expecting to hear somebody else talk about later on in this podcast
3: hmm.
1: uh, so that's where I'm at right now gaming wise okay. I'm kind of just playing Stardew Valley to fill the time while I figure out what else I want to do
0: you're before the next step in your gaming life alrighty
1: that's all I got.
0: Okay, doke. Well, then uh, let's move on to my enormous roundtable. Uh, I'm sorry for this. It's been a couple weeks. It's not my fault. I built up a lot of stuff. I have even more that I won't even talk, get to talk about this week. Um, <clears throat> I just have to dump some stuff before we hit the end of the year. First, some personal corrections. I'm putting on my corrections officer hat for myself. Okay. Uh. I feel pretty stupid about this one, you know. Obviously, the name Atreides originates... Are you
2: still talking about fucking... (laughs) It was one comment, Flash. The name
0: Atreides originates with the Greek, obviously, who came before the Romans, obviously. Paul even claims they're descended from King Agamemnon from Greek mythology. Uh, So I don't know what's wrong with me that I said Roman last time. Look, I'm sorry I
2: brought it up. It was just a joke.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I hold myself to a certain standard. You know, I hold myself to that. I leap to these conclusions and yeah, attempt to hold though? myself to that standard.
2: Yeah, what kind of what kind of name is Peter? That's Roman. It's a, it's a
0: biblical name, right? Yeah. It's gotta be Roman. I'm sure he was around. Oh Barker. In those times. Peter Barker.
4: Did you say Barker? <laughs>
1: Said, Don't ask fast questions. You make correct. Next Is that the dog like version Parker, of Peter
0: I, Parker from <laughs> it's Dog Parker,
2: But I, I like coughed at the beginning of it. <laughs> oh okay.
3: But yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just, I'm, just
0: I'm asking myself to get my shit together. Honestly, you know. I'm um, asking you to. Similarly, the uh, the One Piece manga arc that I had stopped before Octavius or that I had stopped on. That's Greek. No, it's Roman. Oh, probably right. Yeah, that sounds like it.
2: Sorry. I'm sorry. Go on.
0: Yeah. So the the one piece manga arc that I had stopped on uh, before was not the Dressrosa arc. I read that arc. I'm pretty sure the arc I stopped before, or rather caught up to before it started, was the whole the whole Cake Island arc. That's what's called Whole Cake Island, right?
4: Yes. Yes. Okage yeah. Island. That,
0: that was the arc I stopped before. Just to just to clear the air, everyone it's was a bit like
4: Spider Man himself,
0: wondering
1: a little bit. So right, those are I'm the corrections. I'm starting I'm starting to wonder if the corrections officer might be getting a little bit too much in the weeds, especially with that last too pull. insular. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm taking off the hat, putting it away. Hopefully I won't need to wear it again for a long, long time. I'll get into things that I've done. Uh I watched oh. The Beatles get back on Disney Plus. Which is, that is actually good. Yes. It's another restoration project from Peter Jackson and his team, who did. Uh, it's in the vein of the World War, their World War One film, "They Shall Not Grow Old," uh, right. where they restored a bunch of old World War I footage um, and sort of like recreated the the scenes in modern context. Though I imagine slightly less intense to restore Beatles footage from the '60s. Uh, so anyway, "Get Back" is a three-part, eight-hour compilation of footage from the raw recordings originally intended for what became the let it be documentary that came out after or concurrent with that album um back in like 69 or 70
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so it's covering the creative sessions from uh what at that point was the aborted project that would eventually become the final released album let it be and it's pretty fascinating. It is. I like it. It's pretty fascinating because it presents a window into that process, that creation process of the band that makes the Beatles seem more like people, <laughs> it's oh, sure. more like a regular band. Sure. That um, sounds cool. Yeah.
1: You you might, you might remember, but I used to, not that I'm not a fan of the Beatles anymore, but when I was younger, the Beatles was one of the first musical groups I really super fray and nerded out about. Oh, sure. Uh, I think I do remember I, that, yeah. I know uh like the lyrics to almost every Beatles song. I that uh, of, oh, yeah. that kind of that kind of super fan. Right now? Yeah, I think five.
3: Yeah.
0: What are you gonna say it's, Vito?
2: I actually I hate the Beatles. Like I, I hate them more than any <laughs> other artist on this planet. I mean is that my, true? I'm not joking. Vito yeah. Vito
1: get back get back to where you once so long. Yeah, I please. can't stand the Beatles. Like please I, I'll, me. I'll,
2: I'll, I need to change like the channel. Or the on.
0: <laughs> did <laughs> did they traumatize you somehow in your youth? What
2: happened? <laughs> no, I just I just hate them. I think their music uh, is not. I don't, I just don't like their music, and I think they're interesting, they're crazy, overrated. I, I don't. Like okay,
0: them. that's so interesting. I mean. It's hard to judge them now because I mean, in the context just, of their time, they were very uh, influential and very progressive in terms yeah. of music. The whole like yeah. culture, like I, I can
2: respect them because I, I, I'm not I, going to have you to, that they're or like someone will shoot me, but I I, I don't. I'm like not going to tell anymore.
1: you that they're like technically impressive or anything. I mean, I think they're incredibly simple musical compositions for the most part. That's fine.
2: Away. Yeah, that's fine too. I just I don't know what it is. I don't like I don't like them. Um.
3: I feel well, like at
2: any given any other time, uh, I would be able to explain this better. In this moment, I I can't get into words why I don't like him. I I just don't like him at all more than any okay. other
0: artist ever. Interesting.
4: Definitely not I'm the Spider Man strong. of music.
0: <laughs> Clearly not the Spider Man of music. Um, Vita would be all over them. Yeah. But yeah, so in this documentary, they're they're really not being portrayed as anything more or less than they really were. You really get to see like the truth of the matter that was kind of muddled by different people's perceptions over the years. And, right. you know, Andy, you said their their compositions are um, fairly simple, but, you know, they were writing rock music, they were writing pop music at, the, at its nation stages, and their talent is very evident.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't want to be a sound diminutive. I'm just saying, like, compared to, like, the, the type of stuff that would, like, come later on and, like, you know. Yeah.
3: You know. Yeah, like, they, they were they, definitely they, building they... it.
1: They were doing cool stuff like going out to India to learn how music was made there, and then incorporating that in their songs. You know, I'm not I'm not saying that like mm. they weren't mixing genres stuff like yeah. You know, I'm just saying to to our ears today, it, 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 they're they're simple pop songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I still like a lot of them. Oh yeah, I, mean, them. I, love, I love I love the Beatles. So I think it's cool. Yeah, hate them. <laughs> I, I think Beatles um, Nothing is but dead. hate. I think the Beatles yeah, they're all right. Wrong.
0: I'm going to ignore the mega beetle. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a very interesting time to witness their interpersonal dynamic. That, uh, okay. Beatles get back. Uh, check it out if you can stomach eight hours of that. It's, it's pretty <sighs> interesting. Um, as for video games, I played, you might remember from last time, I, I played Dishonored 1 and 2. I also played Dishonored Death of the Outsider. Um, well, now, which now is, is Prey, is
1: but you've already played Prey.
0: I've already played Prey. I played Dishonored Death of the Outsider.
1: What is which that? Is the,
0: it is technically another game. It's, it's like the length and feeling of an expansion to Dishonored 2, but they released it as a standalone title oh. after Dishonored 2.
2: i never heard of this.
0: Yeah, and it features a character from Dishonored 2 as the main protagonist. Um, how, does it, how does it stand up to the it, games? It's not quite as well designed as the mainline games, in my opinion. Um, I'd say it has one really well-made level out of five total levels. Um, it's actually kind of interesting how it, in its own stumbles, it casts new light on how effortless the previous games sort of made that intricacy uh, and, and care seem and uh that that feeling is also compounded by the power set of your character feeling kind of the most half-baked half-baked so far um and by the story being kind of uncompelling i'm not i'm not saying it's bad it's definitely not bad i think it's my least favorite of the individual products of dishonored series um that being said it does introduce contracts which are Uh, submissions that you can undertake in each area. And I think stuff like that is always a great addition, you know, little extra challenges to meet in any given level. Uh, I'm surprised that wasn't in either of the previous two games. And, uh, overall, even though it's perhaps the worst Dishonored game, in my opinion, uh, that still puts it ahead of, you know, a multitude of other gaming experiences out there. You can still totally do the dishonored in this game, you know? So it's still a dishonored experience. It's only like in comparison that it maybe pales a bit. So I'd rec, I'd recommend it for anyone who's like playing through the series. Don't skip that one.
2: Okay.
0: Um, next I played, (laughs) well, let's say, let's, let's put it this way. I stopped playing prematurely. Life is strange. True colors. And I don't think I can t- continue. I'm not going to continue. Um, um, that's that the game we? for impact. No, bro. why not? I know it's the game for impact. Greg, were you waiting on me to talk about this? Yeah, you, I was asking Because
5: right. I yeah. wanted to know if this game was good, and I'm guessing it's not.
2: Why weren't you impacted like
0: Andy's <sighs> wisdom teeth? I just, I'm not sure. I don't know how I didn't get that impacted. I had to be pulled from the, the socket. Midway through episode two, um, it showed
5: a mirror and you saw nothing but red surrounding you, and you're like, "I guess I gotta I'm, stop." I guess hang I'm angry. Hang on a second,
1: hang on a second. I got something for you. I want you to try playing Life is Strange three again, but take one of these 325 meg hydrocodones before you get into it. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> dude, that might be All a good right. one. Yeah, give it, give it a solid 20, 30 minutes. Chase it with a shot of whiskey, and, and trust me, it'll you'll be feeling good. That, that m- That may just get me Uh, through it. (laughs) Be
5: ready for that on the next Broken Campfire stream next week. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, Drugged Flask plays Life is Strange.
0: Yeah, I I, I guess that means I'm effectively done with the Life is Strange franchise in that I did not get past episode two on this one. I guess that means that, unless they really turned it around somehow. I mean, the stuff you're doing most of the time, you know, the walking around and... uh, having cutesy, hipster, post-ironic conversations and interactions with people. That's usually fine, but, like, just fine. So, but when it gets to the drama, when it gets to the fucking drama, I feel the strain of contrivance again. We've talked about that with Life is Strange 2, Andy, you know, like the contrivance mm-hmm. in everything. And you guys thought that was dog shit, right, when you played it? We did not like that, no. I mean, yes, we did not like that.
1: The thing. The thing is, is that, like, It's always going to be contrived, but, like, there's a way to get there that makes you believe it, you know? And, Mm -hmm. like, so there's something about the first game that really sold it in pretty much every situation, and they never caught that magic again, you know?
0: Yeah, I was thinking about getting into that a little bit. Like, um... Well, I'll get into that, but... So... What I'm, what, we're talking, what I'm talking about is people acting a certain way in order to treat, achieve a dramatic consequence. Uh, like every character is just playing their role, you know? And, and the, uh, like even the, the empathy or mind reading power, and you do read people's minds, like you can actually hear their thoughts sometimes. At least in what I played, essentially was just a way to get some insight into characters and uh, unlock more poignant dialogue options and, and and resolutions so it's sort of mechanically uninteresting because it's just supporting the conversation aspect of the game uh,
1: you weren't finding out novel information or solving puzzles with it
0: you would fucking think wouldn't you i not to where i, I got mean, uh, again i only got partway through episode two but you would think that you would use that to like solve things yeah not to where i got no <laughs> uh very strange. Life is strange. Um, but yeah, so it's like, you know, as from on what from you were saying, you know, Don't Nod and Deck Nine seem to have followed the same sort of course in that way. With, you know, with the first game, one kind of assumed that it was self-aware about its nature. Um, but then in this game, Alex, the main character, just as an example, picks up a guitar and thinks about how out of place she feels in this new town, and then starts singing the first lines of Radiohead's Creep in, a, like, a quiet, vulnerable voice.
3: A oh,
5: weirdo.
0: <laughs> and I just, like, involuntarily expelled air from my mouth when I saw this scene starting, which is not, like, fair necessarily, because real people would, could do that. But it makes me question, like, were the games ever self-aware? Was the first game self-aware? Did I just think it was? Because it was like, did I th- think it was in on its own cringe, so to speak, because it was the first foray into this stuff? And also teens are dumb, you know, like, was that hiding it? And then think, they I kind think, of failed to hide it in subsequent games.
4: Well, I kind of thought, I, I, I think was it's edgy. more like, sorry, go ahead, John. Uh, what's the ghost guy's name in the first game? You go to his realm, is it like Jack or something. You know what I'm talking about? What the fuck? What? <laughs> you
5: know what I'm talking ghost about. Guy. Are you talking about Spider-Man again?
4: Yeah. What? <laughs> no. Nah. The ghost guy. about know. life is strange. Are you talking yeah. about
5: Sandman? Green Goblin. He's not like re. Uh, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Ghost Man. Are you oh, talking
0: God. about the ghost, a character, a villain from Marvel?
4: Yeah, I was doing a Spider-Man bit. I I didn't oh, go over. God, as well. yeah. It didn't go over as well as I thought. You Feel free sh- to take it out. <laughs> Never mind.
1: <All> right, <laughs> Andy, what were you to say? I actually don't remember. What, what, what were we on about? Oh my. <laughs> uh, the, was
0: was the so, w- we
1: thought that the oh, first game okay, was like self-aware yeah, of its own okay, cringe, okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. was it just hiding I'm behind going, the fact yeah, that teens are yeah, dumb? Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. No, I really do think that the first game was written uh, intentionally with a slightly younger audience in mind. And it was written with an honest, like, tone. Where it, it did not feel like it was doing cringe. Mm. And then, I, But I feel like it did have these cheesy moments. And maybe it meant that intentionally. But I felt like it was a good vibe. And those got memed up. And it was kind of like the Borderlands yeah. 2 thing. Where they learned that the memes were funny. And so let's just double down on that. You know? So they, like the che- like... The cheese works, like, totally when you're like with the character when you're like trying to feel what the character's feeling in that moment you know what i mean like like fuck i really do feel kind of lonely right now after that you know but mm. like when the character is like looking at the camera and going like oh man it's time for one of our life is strange cheese moments everyone you <laughs> know what i mean to it's kind of yeah you're kind of you're kind of like all right well i'm just going to mash that skip button i guess cuz fuck this yes
2: cuz i'm a creep.
0: <laughs> It's seriously, I. And I, I, I. You know, Life is Strange 2 kind of uh, disabuses me of this, but like, I think Deck 9 is a little bit self, less self aware than Don't Nod is. I think Deck Nine's efforts so far have been a little bit more like we're just following the formula that Don't, Don't Nod set in place with the first game. Um, cause there's this sense in their games, like it's, it's trying so hard to feel authentic, but so it results, in, it results in it coming across as inauthentic,
1: uh, because yeah. it's trying so hard. And, you know, maybe, uh, maybe it's just a, a problem with like focusing, you know, where like, there's a lot, of, there's a lot to be said for like writing that, um, I'm not trying to knock the writers in any way, and and, and these are probably different people writing different things, but, like, you can kind of hint at cool ideas that you maybe are not, like, great at executing yourself, you know? So, like, the first Mm -hmm. game maybe had a lot more traction to focus on the time travel element mystery of the game, which was the primary focus of it. So, like, the secondary narrative things, like, uh, building up these characters, which would become, like, a primary focus over time, like, maybe, like, it was just a little bit easier for them to hint at certain things, and, like, you know, you would just buy it because you already bought along with the other thing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you were invested in in plot A, so when plot B's and C's were being built up, you were already kind of along with the ride. Whereas, like, at a certain point, like, well, like, immediately after the first game, like, they decided that, like, their niche was not what I would consider the A plot, the the superhero story, (laughs) but Uh, was instead, like, the emotional character development, which was incidentally good in the first game I thought but when I really try to double down on it and they start build, making that their A plot and making the superhero thing their B plot it just, they never were able to nail that structure in Life of Strange 2 or 3 Definitely. Or, in tell, they, they, or in from what I hear tell me why and I, and I know I'm talking about different, different developers here but you know mm-hmm. just saying generally
0: oh yeah like the capstone to your point is they wanted to win 2021's Games for Impact Award at the Game Awards. Oh, for sure. That's what sure. they ma- are making their games for.
1: For sure. <laughs> Which is... I guess it's fine, but it's not interesting. they aren't they're not good no. games, in, in my opinion. No, a lot less interesting
0: yeah. to us, definitely. Yeah. That um, first
1: game, man, like, I, I've talked about a lot... I've referenced it a lot on this podcast, and I'll go into spoilers if people want to hear about it, but I imagine people don't. But, like, the climax of that game is... Like so good, like the. It's a
0: perfect storm.
1: Yeah, I mean, not not even like the final decision, but also like
0: a perfect the, storm. The act- I was
1: just making a joke. Oh well, the storm, <laughs> but also like the action sequence immediately before it. You know what I mean? It, it yeah. is it, it is an amazing capstone to like the story and that type of game. I was amazed at how well how much I was into it. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, the game walks a good fine line that uh, every subsequent game has failed to tread carefully. <laughs> yeah um a couple random notes about true colors the way the characters smile is very unnerving it reminds me of those smile filters on the social medias you know where you you plaster a fake smile an ai generated smile over your not smiling face yeah,
3: well, that's I'm how sure every character
0: knows. in this game smiles It's very strange, but then again, life is strange.
5: Go look up just...
4: I was going to say, it just
5: sounds par for the course. (laughs) Go
0: look up some videos of this game. It's very strange how people smile. The other note is uh, the game has a weird obsession with the concept of LARPing. That's live-action role-playing for all you guys out there. And no joke, that's actually what got me to stop playing the game was LARPing. It's mentioned for like the 10th time In the context of giving a personal feel good LARP to this kid who's been the instigator of tragedy throughout his, uh, through his own dumbass decisions, uh, in the previous episode. And I just paused the game and I breathed and I repeated the words, I can't three times and There's I exited only, the game.
1: And <laughs> that's like heels that, and that's, uh, that, and that feels way. like I want to be in It feels like uh, developers like desperately anymore. desperately like grasping for like oh, my god what haven't we done yet. It's so weird too because like do they like
0: d- does Deck Nine like LARPing because it's in their previous game too. It's in Beyond the or Before the Storm. Do, are they just like super into LARPing and they think everyone is? Yeah maybe. It, dude. They have
1: an obsession with it. I don't
0: know what their deal is.
1: I mean, it was kind of cute in, like, Life is Strange when it was D&D. Hmm. That part was actually decent. Yeah. That little, um, little segment. And for all you listeners to this segment where we're mostly hating on the series, I'll also speak that uh Before the Storm was quite good, too.
0: Yeah, it would be, like, Life is Strange 1, then Before the Storm, then...
1: Yeah, maybe c- just stop. Probably
0: this one for all I... Yeah, just stop. <laughs> just, just don't do no more. Um... That's all I have to say about Life is Strange Two Colors. Can't, 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 can't play through that game.
2: Life do be strange
0: sometimes. It do be strange sometimes. Hey, and we'll, sometimes we'll it see impacts. if uh,
1: hey, Deck Nine don't nod, that fractured studio has has failed. We'll see. Look toward the fractured winds of Telltale, uh, yep. Wolf Among Us Two, and Star Trek.
0: Well, we, as we saw, um, Deck Nine is working with. Telltale on uh, the Expanse game, right?
1: Oh, right, right. We saw yeah. their
0: logo down there. I thought that was interesting. Uh, anyway, the last thing I want Wait. to talk about is what?
1: Nothing. It was what? a big. It's a big, bigger yarn that I wanted to unfurl. But when was the last time they they had a new IP? Like any one of these fucking studios that do these story fucking things? Uh, dying light, well, I mean, dying light and that kind of thing or whatever. Do you, wait, what? Do you mean an, an original not, not IP? Life. Yeah.
0: Oh, like not a licensed one. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Quantic
1: fucking Dream just got Star Wars. <laughs> That's not an original IP at all. And I'll even go as far as to say, like, A Wolf Among Us, I would say, was like a mostly original IP. If I never heard of the franchises plausibly, you know, I'll call it an original IP. Sure. Okay.
0: Fables is kind of an obscure comic, although
1: I really enjoy it. I'm just saying, like, The Expanse has always been an interesting series to me, and I'm sure that could make for an interesting game, but I, I, I'm sh- I'm sure I'd be more interested in, like, a sci-fi series that was similar to The Expanse, that was not constrained by, like, the plot trappings of it, if I were to play a game. Definitely. You know what I mean? That's always the the sin that these games have, is, like, being constrained by the plot trappings of whatever universe they're in.
0: Man, Game of Thrones, Telltale the Game of Thrones was like the that's, worst. That's the biggest of that. one,
1: right? Yeah, that it was, was like such
0: the, shit because of that.
1: Yeah, like there was. Yeah, we can go on and on about that one, but for sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go on about one more thing. I'll go on about the Forgotten City. It was me all along. I was going to talk about it because I played through it. Um. So aside from Andy, have you guys heard about this one? The rest of you guys,
2: I watched the Super Bunny Hop on it.
0: Oh, right, okay. Uh,
1: yeah. I heard you not. talk about it. Was a bunny hop thing spoilers?
0: Yeah. No, but don't watch it.
1: I, I mean, I'm not going to. I was just curious. Yeah. I was just curious. Just I mean actually to watched it, like,
0: a long time before I played the game. So I didn't really remember the video. But, yeah, if you're planning to play the game, don't.
1: It's not he really
2: likes to it. Watch he, it before. He, you. he praises he the does. game very very highly.
1: I usually like things George likes.
2: Also, George. well, Sure. Also, he's a huge fucking nerd, history nerd. So that's also, that's like the biggest oh, reason yeah. why he I mean, likes yeah, the game. He, he's very, he's right. very
1: much into Rome. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which I'm not at all. But anyway, I'm, that's why I, so I am curious to see if flask and Andy, if, if you end up liking it. Cause
0: so uh, <coughs> as some of you may know, it was expanded from a 2015 Skyrim story mod.
1: Yeah, uh, I had heard of it back then, but I, I never played it. And I, I actually did not know it became a standalone product.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't know anything really about that history of it until more recently. Um, by this little team, uh, there uh, no clip did a, an interview documentary video with the the main the lead guy on it who made the, the Skyrim mod. And he actually like quit being a lawyer to pursue this. It's pretty pretty interesting story. Um, good for him. Good for him that it became a success. Yeah, sure. I'm
5: really sorry. One more time. What is this game you're talking about? The, the Forgotten Prime City. City.
0: It is now in available city, on the right. Xbox Game Pass. It is now available on Xbox Game Pass. That is true. Um. So if it immediately makes you think like why wait why would I pay for an expanded Skyrim mod? Uh and I have to imagine that that is one of the one of the larger stigma against it that it'll be like attached to this game. Maybe not now that it's gotten some like genuine acclaim. Um, but no, that it's that. Don't think about that, because this product is definitely worth it as a standalone game.
1: Uh, to, to to give some credit to that, though, does it, like, in the most reductive and unfair sense possible, just mechanically how it feels in your hand, does it feel like playing an Elder Scrolls game? Like, the same engine and whatnot, I mean.
0: Let me put it this way. You certainly feel the Elder Scrolls DNA in its design and even, okay. like, its environmental and, and character and stuff like that. But, um, it's, it's not similar playing to an Elder Scrolls game, really, uh, I, okay. at all. I get all. you. Okay. You are moving okay. around in a first-person perspective. Aside from that, not really, no.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Um, but you can definitely feel the Elder Scrolls DNA seeping through. But you're not, Does like, it, you know, know, it's
1: not, like, a similar journal. It's not, like, a you know, you're going on, on, on like, Cyrodiil, the marking shit on your map, that type of thing. No,
0: no, no, no. No, no, no. Um... But it's nice to see modders make good in this way and because the game is good. Uh, it reminds me of a thinking man's adventure game. Uh, but the gameplay and environment are essentially that of like a, a Skyrim-esque game. You know, the first person. Uh, it's a beautiful environment. Um, I, I really didn't know anything about this game going in. And the experience was wonderful in that way, to, that sense of discovery. So all I'll say is uh, if you like some of those thoughtful dialogue based games uh, or runs of games in which you mainly use dialogue to proceed, if you like Elder Scrolls, like sort of the the sensibilities of Elder Scrolls, but not necessarily any of the gameplay content um, or you know particularly interesting quests in that type of game where you're actually having to think through those quests, and if you like um even if like even if like outer wilds i know that seems out of nowhere but uh like the sense of discovery you'll like this um it's also not a long game i was so hooked into it that i completed the whole thing in one extended place s- one sitting one extended oh, play wow. session um and as andy said it's on game pass right now um you were saying before that y- you weren't sure you wanted to get invested right now i'll tell you that it's It's such a tight package and so pertains to my taste and I'm sure it would to yours as well that I felt sort of invigorated uh, playing it and that that's why I got through that whole session in one sitting. Even though it's like six hours or something, it it feels that sense of discovery is very invigorating and it's a very sort of gentle game to play. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's not a big investment of like energy. Even though it's not purely dialogue, it's not just clicking through dialogue. It's, it's still, you're running around, but it's still an invigorating experience because of that sense of discovery. You're constantly learning new things, putting new things into action, um, okay. Okay. And, and having very interesting conversations. Is it
2: open-ended in any way? Or like uh, do, do your dialogue choices matter, or is it just kind of like a story walking simulator?
0: It is not a, yeah, they do matter in some way. Um, There are consequences to your words and deeds as you go along. Okay, because I did see
2: the dialogue did seem cool. Like, that was one of the things, uh, what's his name, Super Bunny Hop focused on. Uh, Yes.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, quite cool.
2: I remember one of the things he was talking about was like, In many RPGs today, all of the dialogue boils down to clicking every dialogue option, exhausting every dialogue option just to just because. But I I think in this game, you actually have to converse with people and choose what you want to say.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. With your words and deeds, both have consequences as you go along. Yeah, for sure.
4: Well, that is neat because yeah, that's definitely it's definitely a thing, right? You just go through them. I even mean, if you don't like you you usually go through the one you want first, see you how know, it ends, and then when you're done, you're like, Alright, let me see what the rest of them yeah. say. I
2: mean if you think mm-hmm. about it, it's like what's the point? Why why isn't this just a cutscene?
4: <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know?
2: It's like the illusion of I'm um, talking to somebody, but I'm not. If I'm gonna hit every fucking you know sometimes you could you could leave the conversation and not say everything. But that's that even that's just like, you know.
3: And, you
0: probably- and, and- of course, don't take that too far in your head. This was made by a, a very small team, you know, maybe basically like one guy with help. So it has limitations for sure. Yeah, You said it. But this is the
2: best game ever made. I'm I with you. <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm ready for it. It's my not hopes, the best are, game my hopes are up.
0: Uh, it doesn't even have Spider-Man in it. So how how could it be? Wait, what know? the fuck? Why did you even bring yeah, it up? Yeah, no Spider-Man. Um, but, but Peter but is very a Roman well name. That's <laughs> what we've established And then an Octavius possibly. Right. right So yeah that's Forgotten City Definitely check it out uh, And that's me for my round table So now that we've exhausted Ourselves with these Lengthy round tables Let's move into the
5: news 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 news
0: Firstly <laughs> Last week there was a change to the Epic Game Store, in which they introduced a marvelous invention called a shopping cart. Uh, you may have seen these at many digital storefronts if you've shopped online before. But essentially they allow you to collect multiple items for purchasing and then check out with those items all together. What? Um, yeah, pretty pretty cool. And I'm glad to see EGS you know spent a few years they should, uh, developing uh, this technology. That. Yeah, for sure. They deserve it for such a magnificent uh, yeah, I step guess spend form. more money.
2: I was going
4: to say, you know, honestly, PGS, like, yeah, so obviously, no you, you think it's a feature that should just be there, but, I mean, shopping carts enable you guys yeah, uh, to throw a bunch of stuff in there and uh, buy it at uh, once, other than just having I'm to sorry. buy it one at a time.
1: It's really unprofessional, but, Flask, can I butt in real quick? Um, sure. i got a round table item I forgot to mention, but. Oh, um, fuck. What is it? I, uh,. Over the last day of drug-filled haze, I benched the Netflix Cowboy Bebop series, and honestly, <laughs> oh, it's a lot better than you guys think. And uh, I think that it really captures the spirit of the original. I hope that uh, a lot of people liked oh, no. it and watched it, and are excited for season two. Um, well, great news, Andy. Oh,
5: uh, I don't want to say it. I don't want uh, anyway, to. I'll anyway, I'll say sorry, it. I'll say sorry, it. I'll sorry,
1: say sorry, it. sorry, sorry, flies. That that was it. You can edit it in wherever you want. You yeah, no problem. Um, yeah, 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 no problem.
4: Uh, unrelated to uh, whatever reviews. was just edited. they announced next three seasons, right? Four seasons, four seasons in a movie? They actually, well, actually I an think anime he... of it. Oh, no, 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 no you animate. guys misheard. Yeah.
1: anime of it. Dude, that would be, be really cool to see animated, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Well, do
0: you Tell think they get we... John Cho back? Oh, my God. Oh, for I can sure. Only, I wouldn't watch it if they didn't. Netflix's Cowboy Bebop was cancelled three weeks after it debuted.
1: Wait, what? What? Mm. Yeah, no
0: season two. I'm sorry. Remember back Uh, in your round table when you said that you were really looking forward to the rest of it? I'm sorry, but it's not happening.
1: Damn, fuck. Nah, I'm kidding. I didn't watch any of it. Um. Oh. Shout shout out to listener Ethan who who gave a favorable review of that season 10 minutes into watching <laughs> the first episode. <laughs> 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 love, I'm pretty I sure
3: I same. stopped
0: 10 minutes into the <laughs> first episode. Like that was where I stopped.
1: Uh, he, I he um, I think he paused and paused 10 minutes in and posted a feature presentation that we should all check it out. It's a lot better than we think. Oh okay. He might have been leading. He might have been on a bit though.
0: Okay, but yeah, we think it's chill.
1: No, for sure, chilling. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, Ethan. Um, you can check this report story out at the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah.
0: Um Just in peace. It's one of those things. Uh, the numbers didn't didn't uh, allow. Anyway, um, Sony had a patent approved for player-influenced gaming environments, and they're crediting Hideo Kojima as the inventor of such a thing. Uh, you know, quote, gradual building of a route in a virtual environment of a video game. So this is for how uh, player routing shapes the terrain, as in Death Stranding. So as many players traverse a path, that path changes shape, and that altering shape is delivered to other players through the cloud. Um, and also we're um, talking about stuff okay. you can build and place for other players.
1: Basically, the Chiral Network is patented. <laughs> yes. Maybe, perhaps we'll see more... Uh,
0: I don't know if it's necessarily Strand-type games, but... I, I hope we do, but uh, maybe more Chiral-type games as well.
2: That seems like a very like vague patent. I didn't play yes. the game, though, but does it does that act actually really happen in Death Stranding? I mean... It you does. get like zip lines and ship. I mean, it's not like
0: no. Literally, as players tilt. traverse the environment, the environment, the like the terrain changes to accommodate like the actual gr- the
2: the ground? the ground
0: the ground.
2: That's cool. Oh, Okay, well, that's really cool, and that does yeah. kind of deserve a patent. Okay,
0: it is a new kind of thing. Uh, so they got a hold of that. Probably get back into that that. the it's game. Very, it's there.
1: very subtle, though. I think it is.
0: Yeah, I I only noticed it a couple of times, like uh, a field of rocks. There would suddenly be I would you know I would traverse it three or four times, and I would notice, hey, hey there's like all an of actual a path. Into development. A slip and slide. <laughs> so, all of a sudden, Slam is like, just sliding just
1: around randomly. Yeah, but do, do, but does that extend? Belt? <laughs> but I'm sorry, Flask. By your you're obviously not a legal expert, but by your reading of it, does that extend to the general scheme of like donating a road that then appears in other players' games? This article seems to hint that that not hint,
0: but seems to indicate that that is part of it, but again, I don't know legally like how you would incorporate right. that into the terrain thing, because
1: right. that's, that's just a, like that's a much that's a much broader mechanic than yeah than than this technical thing that you're describing.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm not I'm not sure if that's fully incorporated. Um,
2: Let's get Hideo Kojima and. Uh, What's the Dark Souls guy's name? Mizaki? Mizaki. Mizaki. Yeah. Let's get them to make a game together. And it'll just be the fucking best...
0: Cloudiest best game s- ever?
2: Cloudiest game <laughs> ever, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Oh. You won't ever, you won't ever see another player, but boy, you'll, you'll feel that they're there. Their footsteps. Your feet went in their footsteps.
0: Dude, Vito. Soul Stranding. Soul
2: Stranding. Oof. Gives me chills. Gives me chills. Sounds Let, like a and, Final
5: Fantasy move.
2: And we put it in the <laughs> Spider-Man universe. Uh, you
4: know, you had me gone, but now you got it's me. It's gotta happen. Don't gotta be happen. Be everybody, so wake
2: everybody! Wake up,
3: Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> be so Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, okay. Settle down. Tencent has acquired Slam, Fi- Slam Fire Incorporated. Which is the parent company of Turtle Rock Studios, who are, of course, the developers of Back for Blood. Um, it's not supposed to affect Back for Blood at all, as they say. It's just, yeah, okay. you know, that a lot of PR speak about, you know, how how grateful and happy everyone is to be part of this new relationship. F- funny just enough, another pie for the many fingers of Tencent. What were you going to say?
1: I love the contrast, but this has not yet been recorded. But uh, this comes within the same week. Of uh, reports to us of a favorable patch to the game, that uh, seemed to address a lot of the community concerns, and um, some people are back on board enough so that uh, some folks in our group are even telling me that I need to play it again.
5: Oh well, good thing I uninstalled it. Right, yeah, same, same here. I might yeah. play it again.
2: Hey, a good time. on. Um, what is someone fill me in? What's so bad about ten cent? Uh, is it bad?
1: China, Chinese companies, so like just uh, the interest. China. Will, no, well, not even that. It's just like the interests will be uh Chinese commercial.
2: Okay. Mm. I'm I'm just trying to think of in a way just that makes l- back for l- blood, l- blood
1: worse. Loot boxes, predatory monetization, that type of thing, are or mm. like generally the scheme.
0: Yeah. Okay and they're just they're just a part of freaking everything now. Everything. Um I kind of skip around these new stories here because I I, I want to spread the misery, <laughs> you know. Um yeah. I don't want everything to be just like bad after bad. Um so I'll I get into uh the stalker 2 situation. Greg might have some some better insight on this uh than than me. But the developer GSC Game World uh will be releasing or, or was going to be releasing, I should say, NFTs, and uh, was going to scan one lucky person into the game as a quote unquote meta human, which is essentially a highly detailed NPC. But uh, as Greg can tell you, what, what have they updated
5: us with? They. So let me pull it up real quick. But basically, um, so as anybody who understands or, you know, NFTs or whatever, whatever your stance on it, not a lot of people like them. Uh, And people told the uh, basically told the devs, hey, don't do that. That sucks. And then they were like, hey, we heard you based on feedback we heard, which I'm sure was mostly negative and probably professional in every sense of the word. Uh they were like, yeah, this the interests of our fans and players are the top priority for the team. We're making this game for you to enjoy. Whatever the cost is, if you care, we care too. So they They're got rid of NFT. anything related to NFTs. NFT. Now this idea, real quick, I think this idea is a cool idea and think they should keep this but not use NFTs. Have like, hey, one lucky person, if you pay whatever the fuck or do like a bid... Uh, you could be scanned into the game. I that's just the craziest part about this. They could have just done
0: this without NFTs. Yeah,
5: the hundred percent. I would have been like that. This. I would have been like, dude, that's mad. That's yeah, pretty they're cool. Not,
0: they're not
2: making money if it's not done in NFTs. NFTs are dumb,
5: it? and you should be feel dumb for going into them if you go into them. I also
0: don't quite like that little uh, like stab at the end there. Whatever the cost is, like. You made this cost happen to yourself through your own bad decisions.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Yeah, whatever the cost is, that's that's like a weird thing to say. Like, no, yeah. there's there's no cost. Like, the cost is you not doing that. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't. Know, it might hurt you, but um, it should. I would like to be in Stalker.
5: <clears throat> I would like to be a metahuman Let's get in Greg Stalker. Cool,
2: but look, look, they're not the first game to put people somebody in the game. From the community no, into that's the, the game.
5: But and that's why I personally I think. The idea is a cool idea. Just get rid of the NFT part and put like a normal bid in with, you know, real money. Yeah.
0: Greg, what do you, how do you feel about this game currently? Because it, isn't it like five or six months out without any gameplay?
5: Oh, uh, yeah. There's no gameplay. I mean, I'm going to buy it. Or, it's on Game Pass, I think, right? It's yeah, it's on Game, game Pass. Pass. So I'll probably get it on Game Pass, because I don't have to worry about it then. But I love True. I like playing the Stalker games. They're uh, they're a lot of fun to play. If I don't know if you guys have ever played them. I would recommend, I the first uh, one. I'd recommend Shadow of Chernobyl. That's a really good one.
1: Yeah, I watched uh, Grimbeard talk about that game for like an hour and a half.
5: <laughs> yeah, same. Well, then it's all you need to know. Uh, um, I
2: think it going be good. I think it's going to be good. I'm excited for it. And it's coming to Game Pass, right? Yeah, so... It is. Yeah, well,
5: yeah. whatever.
2: Uh, other NFTs in game stuff, I added a little story. Um, sure. A little Rock Paper shotgun article. Oh, so, I
3: didn't...
2: I, I, Kenny posted this in the Discord, actually. I did this story oh. did not go anywhere near Like, I, did, I didn't know that Peter Molyneux was even working on another game. Uh or at least it's a studio of his. Twenty two cans is the name of the studio. They're working on a game called wait, Legacy. Twenty
0: two can, twenty two cans, or twenty two cans. Twenty. Oh geez. Uh, twenty two. The,
3: <laughs>
1: the, the number twenty two cans. 22 okay. Can, yeah.
0: Twenty two of those cans. That
1: that, it, that it, if you recall, that's the studio that made the, the mobile game that you picked, what was it called? And then, like, the winner who got to the end got to help design Goddess. And then they Goddess, like, yeah. And then they, like, left that guy hanging out to dry and there's that whole big story about it. That was right, yep. so...
2: So, yeah. That game, which was a huge failure, it raised over 520,000 euro on Kickstarter. Um. Anyway, they have a bad track record and they're
0: making this game
2: Legacy. I was like, I'm reading is, uh, this and
5: they just seem awful. Oh it's just called
0: okay. Legacy.
2: The the game that we're I'm talking about right now is called Legacy. Okay. And it's a I blockchain, thought I cut you off but no. Blockchain Business Simulator. Um <laughs> I, I don't really understand exactly how it works, but apparently they've sold uh like fifty four million dollars in land NFTs. You buy land in this game and then I guess I don't know if you read the article, something about you fucking build a business on your land. Dude, I need like to, make you have the potential to You have the potential to make real money apparently in this game, all that based on if people actually play this game. Um, but like I said, hmm. this company has a bad track record. So anyway, I just thought this was fucking crazy that they're sold $54 million in, Jesus,
5: in NFTs. Can we make um, some for a game that hasn't come NFTs. out yet?
2: <laughs> Hasn't come out yet, hasn't seen a fucking trailer or nothing.
0: Greg,
5: you, you can make some book Campfire NFTs, but a, we, we reserve the ridiculous. right to
0: have plausible deniability. It will put you out to dry for sure. Oh,
5: yeah. No, 100%. This is... I'm gonna scam okay. and uh, you know, just take all the money because NFTs are stupid.
2: Yeah, I'll do a pumping though. We could do our to own we Crypto. I mean, yeah, we might as well. Crypto. Uh, to pump and dump? Camp... This can game coin. also has its own crypto called uh, Legacy Coin. <laughs> it's, a, it's own Naturally. crypto based on the Ethereum blockchain.
5: How can people tell me there's no money for anybody else in the world when we're just making up money and just putting it into...
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point, Greg.
5: How, how, how the fuck? Oh, my
0: God. Do you think Spider-Man knows about NFTs? Why isn't he yeah, stopped?
5: Where is the where's, where's the NFT Spidey his, his friend Spidey is, fungible tokens? I think
4: his oh. nerd
2: friend probably knows about NFTs and is probably trying to Don't bring Spider-Man Spider a man giant mood.
4: Stop, 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 you, you know what is. would happen Spider in the
0: comics? Man. J Jonah Jameson would start selling Spider-Man Spider Spider NFTs. Like
2: photos of Spider-Man and Spider-Man would not
0: be able to do anything because he doesn't have a legal like you know, presence. He can't Spider-Man. defend himself legally. So jo- Jameson is just selling Spider Man NFTs against Spider Man's will, and Peter can't do anything. What a what a villain! Yeah, I want more NFTs of Spider Man. <laughs> Give me more NFTs of Spider Man.
2: Oh and the, yeah. and the real villains are the ones that are just—they're just screenshotting the NFTs. Oh yeah, they're not even screenshotting the newspaper. Them. You can't screenshot them. That's illegal. You're stealing. I right. really need you to beat this kid to... up.
5: I, w- I wish Andy. I really wish.
2: Andy, you're not the host of this episode, right? Maybe. We could go Frick whatever off. pace Sit down you want.
0: Back in your chair. Frick off. But I will move on, though, not because of my own uh, desires. Uh, Denis Villeneuve is set to direct an adaptation of Rendezvous with Rama, what is which that? I don't know if you, any of you guys know about that book. No, no, oh, it's a book. All right. Yeah, say no more, friend. Uh, <laughs> I will say more if I want. <laughs> Rendezvous with Rama uh, is a book I've actually read. It's from uh, what? What year is it? Seventy-three. Um, it's it's one of them seminal sci-fi novels. It's by Arthur C. Clarke, who's a seminal sci-fi author. First time um, uh, it's the basically vulture just, shows up, right? That is the first time the vulture shows up. You um, know what? O- o- oddly enough, he's in space the first time he appears. But, yeah.
1: Secret I Orbs. think I might read that. I think Secret I might Warps. read that while I wait for my Final Fantasy XIV uh, to download. That would be good. That would be good. <laughs> my fr- my it's it's my, a pretty my easy yeah. read. My free trial yeah. of Final Fantasy XIV. Well, it's a good Final Fantasy XIV wait book. But it, are, <clears throat> I'm not familiar with that book at all. Are you excited for this? I mean, is this a book that went to so, yeah? Just,
0: real quick, it's, it's just about... Um, Humans are out in space to an extent, like they're intersolar or inner, yeah, intersolar. And, uh, a, a team of a crew of this one space vessel is, uh, sent to intercept a, an enormous, gigantic alien vessel that is making its way through the solar system. So it's coming in and going out, uh, unstoppable. And so they're sent to intercept it, and it's it, the book is just all about what they find there. It's discovery, exploration, trying to figure this alien thing out. Um, and it's as I said, it's kind of an easy read, in that it's not like particularly challenging, but it's just uh, enjoyable for those those aspects I I mentioned. Um, I think it's very interesting that it's being adapted to a movie. I think if anyone is going to do it, Denis Villeneuve is kind of the obvious choice at this point um he's a great he's great at the uh, senses of scale and sort of the, the tension of not knowing what's ahead um but i'm surprised that this story would be made into a movie because it it's such a it's such a novel story you know it's like these guys going and just exploring the ship like that's that's what it is <laughs> there's no like villain cackling from the depths of space being like i'm going to destroy the earth or anything like that I know that's a little simplistic, but um, yeah, just interesting that it's being made. And but so he's making Dune part two and then uh, he's working on Dune: the sisterhood, which is the TV spinoff. He's working on those two projects before this. So, you know, this will be in the future, years in the future.
1: Whatever happened to uh, Um, Noah Hawley? Huh? Whatever happened to Noah Hawley? Oh,
0: he's working on... Something. What's he, what's he
3: working on?
1: He was working, working on, on Cash Cradle, cover. but I thought that wasn't... I thought it was cancelled or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Fargo guy. I, I know you know Flask. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, Because I have Denny Vanita and Fargo guy in my head. They're right. similar. A- our tours for some reason.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. He's... He's the guy that's being tapped by Ridley Scott for the new Alien project. He's oh, that's already. right. He's going to work that's on right. Alien.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's right.
0: Yep. Well, let's hope he doesn't go the way of uh, Neil Blomkamp. <laughs> we'll see. Um, So, Greg, you want to take this one about this your dumb
1: game? Yeah, yeah I'll take my dumb I game. I home. can't wait to play with you later tonight with my free trial. Well, guess what? Time You're not doing free. that. Because the other day...
5: The other day, they decided to suspend sales of Final Fantasy XIV and suspend free trial uh, registrations. Why would they do such a thing? Well, I'm glad you asked. Oh, to ask. no. They're doing it because Final Fantasy XIV is so successful. Yes. <laughs> That's just the end of the sentence. Sorry, no. something else is happening. <laughs> 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 that was perfect, though. Yeah, just end me M- 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 there.
1: I mean, that's game that's cool. I, uh, way I mean, too... it sounds like a, p- a problem that MMOs would 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 love to have. I guess your your, your game is oh, just listen, so popular.
5: Listen, and I, I I solved their solution for them. Just buy the new world servers. No one's playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> just Final Fantasy fourteen just takes Final Fantasy Amazon fourteen service. is a great game. And so I've I heard from all a few different it. people, including my friend Greg. Well,
4: apparently we can, all even right. if we wanted to so. Maybe in a
5: year. We're supposed to get it. new servers in it January. Says a few
4: days.
1: What's next for us?
0: We'll see. Don't you rush me.
4: Yeah,
1: what There's the-
0: only one tidbit yeah. left. Uh, yeah, so uh, just a reminder to everyone, the, uh, the newly cartful Epic Game Store, uh, they always give away free games. Uh, a free game every week, normally. But they're doing currently doing their annual 15 days of free games, holiday spree sort of thing. We're currently on day three of them giving away a free game every day. And it runs to December 30th, just in case y'all want some free stuff, even though what it's on EGS. What was the first game? Uh, Shenmue 3, I think, was the
3: first uh, one.
1: Oh, okay. What was the second and game? Ushered,
0: I think I grabbed that one. Something yeah, I already was... forgot about. It like it uh, was just something to game.
1: Yeah, so the game today is remnant from the ashes, and I've already claimed yep. that game on a previous free thing from Epic. I believe it
5: was Christmas last year as well. So we'll see if anything
0: worthwhile pops up from that. You know, they yeah. they, they just they're just handing them out. Uh in they carts, can do that. Carts. Speaking of free stuff, thank you for listening to this podcast entertainment. You can email us at brokencampfire at gmail.com with questions or comments and tweet at us at brokencampfire at brokencampfire rate us on iTunes rate us big on iTunes for the
1: Christmas season please we need it Uh, and and let us know what you thought of Flask as a host I know he did his best and uh, honestly you know I would never tell this to his face but I think it was a pretty good podcast it was
0: alright don't don't, don't thumbscore me. Whatever you
1: do, do don't thumbscore do me. <laughs> <laughs> I give this podcast <sighs> a two thumbs up.
4: Oh, had me there, correct? now ninety degrees up,
1: both of them. Uh, they're both solid, hundred percent, perfectly planar. You could not get that up. So happy. Any and the further. thumbs so on happy. the Z
4: axis, they're both. I mean, they're they're like not tilted in any kind of direction. Because I, I mean, I haven't you, brought that. You up, can
1: send d- you can send a guy out if you want, but I'm telling you, they're not tilted.
4: Okay. Oh, no, Wait, right.
1: shit.
0: Isn't he, like, high right now? Is that why he's so positive about this episode? That's probably. probably,
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, let you know know, the update next week. In retrospect, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, let's end the episode with, uh, how about John? Because I haven't heard too much from him in the sort of the mid-section of the episode. What do you got to say? Congratulations. He is the King of Keeley as well. Glad you you
4: did this. I was prepared. Folks at home, I know uh, by this time you've probably went out. Perhaps you did it before the podcast. Perhaps you did it after my segment, but you've gone out and you've seen Spider Man. So I want you, in the same time, and I'll, I'll do it too, I want you to think of your favorite moment and just just go ahead and say it out loud, all right? And I'm just going to do it on the kind of three. I'm going to say my favorite moment of the movie out loud, and then you say it, and then we'll both have that together, all right? Wait, wait a second. Are right. going to spoil something two, right here? One.